Welcome to Travolting. Hosted by Jeff Sweeney and Stuart Elmore. Covering Greece. With very special guest, Kathy Schumann. Welcome, everyone, uh, to this very special episode. As I said in the intro that you have just heard, we are covering Greece, Greece. today, co- directed by Ronald Kleiser. Right, nineteen seventy. Uh, Randall Kleiser, Randall Kleiser, not Ronald. You said Ronald. Ronald McDon- I said Ronald. That's okay. Cut that out. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Not cutting that out. Um, <laughs> uh, Randall Kleiser, our dear friend from the boy in the plastic bubble himself. Um, and today, as I said, we are joined by a very special guest. Uh, dear friend of the show and our first supporter, <laughs> Kathy Schumann. Hi, guys. Hello. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> happy to have you. Thank you. This is very exciting. I When I pitched this podcast for the first time, probably like seven years ago uh, at this point. Uh, <laughs> it was that long ago, was it? I've been talking about this for a while. Everyone, everyone thought it was a bit, and now I'm doing it. Uh, <laughs> I, I but, thought it was a bit. <laughs> that's available to you on Apple Music. Spotify, yes, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. This 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 uh, bit come to life is available on Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, and Google Podcasts. Uh, yep. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, hit us with five stars. If you dislike it, uh, please uh, email Chuck Grassley at senate.gov and let him know your disappointment in this episode. And that's the episode. Thanks for joining uh, us. Thanks folks. for joining us, everyone. <laughs> Have a great night. <laughs> no, um, but yes, uh, when I going back to what I said, when I first pitched this podcast um, a while ago, Kathy was one of our Biggest supporters in doing it. She's a diehard Travolta fan. Yes, I am. Yes, you are. Yes. Um, and is very excited to be here to talk about Greece, just as excited as we are to have her here. Yes, I'm very excited. I'm a Greece expert, I think. You think? Yes. I, I, be- I, I believe you. I am. Yes. I, I think my friends would say I was a Greece bully. I made them watch <laughs> it like every day for maybe two years. Mm-hmm. Great. I feel like Grease is one of those movies that everyone just has a story about yeah. and some form of connection with. It's a classic, like, you know, a Star Wars or um, a Wizard of Oz where everyone totally. has their connection to it. I uh, It was my first Betamax. Oh, My wow. grandpa, grandfather bought it for me. Um, it did kind of break, so it would, like, kind of go in this loop. Mm-hmm. And But I still watched it. So yeah. I was like, like, I am a Grease bully. All my friends <laughs> know I'm doing this, so they're like, think that's hysterical because... Yeah. So long ago. You're the most qualified person we know. <laughs> yeah. This is like... I'm proud. Yeah. I was introduced to Greece by my mom, who was like the musical junkie of the family. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I watched this really long ago, like in my elementary school years, if not yeah. earlier than that, and had vague memories of it. At one point, when I was like in middle school, I remember having this conversation with like, oh, is that like the monster movie? And the reason why I thought it was a monster movie is because of that quick scene where it's like the blob commercial in the film. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so for like a good maybe four years, I thought this was a horror movie called Grease. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so it had been a long time. And rewatching it last night, it's like, okay, all right, back to reality now. <laughs> yeah. I, um, my, I, believe it or not, had actually not seen the movie in full prior to watching it recently. Mm-hmm. I had what? seen parts of it, and in high school, uh, my school did Greece as 
I think it was my senior year musical. And who was Danny Zuko, Jeff? Uh, I was not Danny Zuko. <sighs> I'm sorry to say. I did audition really? for the musicals, Kinnicky. and they told me I do not have a voice for singing. I'm breaking Other... my heart, Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> um, I very embarrassingly did audition, though. I was in one play in high school. Uh, you can't take it with you. Oh. And unfortunately, I could not take it with me in the future shows. <laughs> oh, man. We hate to see it. But um, Wait, so did they not just put you in the... They didn't put you in, like, I didn't even the chorus No, I was role. not even in the chorus. Dang. Oh, you still, wow. You've not heard me sing. Uh, maybe when we get to episode 60, I'll uh, grace everyone with my singing voice. And This is really the episode to do that. It's a musical. <laughs> this is the episode. Uh, yeah. This is the episode to do that. I mean, we have a very precious amount of followers right now who, <laughs> we've only said, like, episode eight's the best Star Wars movie. And so we lost them with that comment. <laughs> we lost them with that. We, uh... We specifically described this as a Biden era podcast, so we've lost and then the seventy-five million people who voted for Trump. And this is uh, two weeks after the infamous episode three, the boy in the plastic bubble episode that you that you folks have already listened to. that you folks have already listened to by now, and <laughs> we're, we're just we're gonna face the backlash of that in a few days. Wait, wait, why, why, why? I haven't listened to that yet. Okay, so we're uh, for the folks listening, we are recording this the day before the episode three premieres tomorrow. But just a quick story for Kathy here. So, well, Jeff, I feel like it's your story. Do you remember when we said right before this, hey, let's not talk ill about our podcast on this episode. We're starting off by talking. <laughs> we, have not, we haven't even covered the movie. We haven't even gotten to Greece yet. <laughs> but no, uh, you folks have already listened to The Boy in the Plastic Bubble. You, you've made your own decisions about that. I may be hiding on an island in, in the Caribbean by now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was... he showed up to set really tired, uh, agreeably, because yeah. you you were really really tired, and yeah, I just got I just got off topic a lot. <laughs> Ta- started talking about Transformers: Dark of the Moon. Yeah. That was... only I only talked about good movies. Anything not to talk about? Boy, the plastic bubble. Is no, that we, what I'm hearing? We talked plenty of Boy, the plastic bubble, but it's just like there wasn't a lot to talk about with Boy in the plastic bubble. Sure, there was. <laughs> Well, there was a lot of metaphorical moments that translated to 2020 today with like coronavirus with some people. He was, he was locked in quarantine. Yeah. Oh, that's true. And he was locked in quarantine. And yeah. the whole movie is kind of about a guy who's willing to risk death because he wants to like make out with his neighbor. Right, yeah. right off with yeah, the, right on off the horse. horse. Yeah. yeah. His neighbor. Yeah. Right. But Greece is not yes. about that. Greece is a movie. Greece no. is about a girl changing her ways for a boy. No. So. True. Yeah. That's true. Fun, guys, fun fact. Here's. I learned something about Greece that I don't think anyone else knows. Mm. Okay. Greece is the word. <laughs> I don't know if you guys knew that. I didn't know. It what do you mean, Jeff? Greece is the word. It's the word that you've, you've heard. heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. So are we going to get into like how the girl's not supposed to change for the, the guy? This is like... We, the... we do need to. Yeah. And there's actually... Um, uh, Randall Kleiser actually made a comment about that. Uh, yeah. And I might as well just say it now because I think it's an important overall thing of the movie was that he was making a spoof off of those like... Um, like sort of like Rebel Without a Cause especially did this and other movies where it's like the bad boy has to like clean up his act in order to get the girl of his dreams or something. He Ooh. said in an interview that he was like spoofing off of that where instead of that, now it's the girl who has to like kind of dirty herself down to get to with the guy she wants to get. That's interesting. Uh, it, it's interesting. I don't know if it really justifies it yeah. still, but no. we'll get into it more later, but yeah. uh, I find it very interesting how this is, how this came right after Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. And it's almost the opposite character and that John Trolton that has to like he's a very masculine guy 
who just wants to dance and he has to like break down his masculinity and learn he wants to dance on the floor and just like yeah. be himself and embrace his feminine side. Whereas Greece is a movie where the woman's the one who has to conform to his yeah. like ideology at the end. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's very interesting that he did these two movies back to back. Cause he has that like heart, like heartwarming feminine side and like yeah. able to connect emotionally. Yeah. But then when the guys are around, it's like, don't know what you're talking about, babe. Right. Follow a missing right. person's can, report. Can, can I say yeah, that is my fa- that is my favorite line in this movie? Where she's oh. like, where she's like, uh, you're what, fake what? and a phony, and I wish I never laid eyes on you. <laughs> it's like, what, what happened to that boy I used to know? And uh, he's just I like, don't know, uh, maybe it was two of us. <laughs> why don't you check on this? Yeah, what is? It's uh, like, why you filed missing person's report? <laughs> he says, uh, he says, uh, they got our missing pages at uh, try the yellow papers. <laughs> <laughs> I love that part. I used to. Quote that all the time. <laughs> that is that is one of the best lines. But that's not him. They yeah yeah. I, I, he, we'll he, we'll talk. He he becomes he's he is lovely in this movie. You can almost say like you know at the end he he does get chills eventually. Yeah, he, they're multiple. <laughs> one could say they're multiplying. <laughs> should we talk about? Should we should we start from the top, Jeff? Oh well, we, we got to fill in some context about the Travolta's yes. career. You so know, he, this is about this is a Travolting podcast. So yeah. we got to yeah. fill in the cracks from. Saturday Night Fever to Greece. That's why so I'm like, here, guys. Yeah. Oh, you have the firsthand knowledge. I do. I couldn't see Saturday Night Fever because I was too young, but I was from Sweat Hawks to A Boy in the Plastic Bubble, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then I couldn't see Saturday Night Fever. I was too young. And uh, then I, I got to see Greece. Yeah. Yeah. So, because my thought it was like Saturday Night Fever, then going into Greece, it's like, that was his Oscar nomination. Right. It, it was like his actor role, like is more of a like, I hate saying like thespian like thing, but it's very yeah. much more of like an art housey like film. Right. Um, whereas Greece is like for the masses and everybody. Right. And so what was that? I don't know. Like, did you watch Saturday Night Fever um, later down the road and like comparing the two? Because just because they're so short, like right there with his career, two right. movies back to back. And did that change your perspective of like? who Travolta was as an actor after not being able to see Saturday Night Fever, but being able to see Grease early on? Probably not because I was a kid mm-hmm. and um, I wasn't probably thinking about that, yeah. you know? Right. I mean, but now looking back, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he did, he did a great job in Saturday Night Fever. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fun that it's um, after like Saturday Night Fever is when his career really just takes off. I mean, he's been Vinny Barbarino for a while. He's yeah. gotten out of Vinny Barbarino to a, he was still able to do it during yeah, he, this time. He was time. doing both. He was doing Vinny Barbarino and Saturday Night Fever and then Grease right afterwards mm. and then eventually got out of it. And he got his Oscar nomination right before this movie comes out. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, he did not win. I forget who he lost to. But he was also, according to my sources, otherwise known as Wikipedia, um, he was in the top 10 music charts around the time this movie came out for his song Let Her In. Um, which is like literally right over there. There is an LP oh, yeah. of We're letter to an LP sitting yeah. right yeah, across I'm, letter right. in from us. Um I I had the album and uh I loved it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he he and, he's just a triple threat at this time. Yeah. Yeah. And uh only upwards to go. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so we'll definitely. See. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> Uh, so, so yeah, as, as we filled in the cracks, um, you know, John Travolta, who is hitting like a sprint start of a career with the beloved devil's reign, as Jeff has mentioned, it's such a good movie. It's not a good movie. And then going to carry 1976 and the small role that he was in. And then into his, I would say like first ever, like on screen main protagonist performance being the boy in the plastic bubble 
Jeff has his own thoughts on that. Boy in the Plastic World was a TV movie. It was a TV movie. It was a yes. TV movie. It was a TV but that's movie. That's why it starts with uh, just in the middle of like a scene. <laughs> yep. <laughs> because they, they had to fit that 90 minutes exactly. Yep. And then like <laughs> his first feature film main acting role, he gets his Oscar nom for. And then all of this in the meantime, he's and, on Welcome Back, yeah. Cotter. And and then he goes off and makes one of the biggest hits of all time in Greece. In Greece. Which uh, <clears throat> it, it was indeed. I think to this day, it's the number eight top grossing musical of all yes. time wow we'll get into that at the end i have like some uh facts about like the impact this movie had and what follows up yeah but um going back to how it was made and all that fun stuff it's directed by randall kleiser as we said who did the boy in the plastic bubble so uh they're collaborators john yeah. trolter brought him on because he really enjoyed working with him he brings on uh, kelly ward from boy in the plastic bubble into this um and he had actually previously played Duty in a stage production of Grease. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. he was attached to the material. He cared about it. And he was excited to make a movie adaptation. Yeah. and uh, That's cool. Yeah. And uh, Olivia Newton-John was plays Sandy in it. She was uh, kind of old, right? 30. Yeah, she was, she was significantly older than... She was 30 years old. John Travolta was yeah. 24. Which is... It's funny because she looks the right age she does but yeah. he does he looks older we had this conversation about <laughs> carrie right or yeah. um uh who was the actress name that played carrie sissy space yes yeah. thank you um like she's significantly older yeah. than a high schooler but looks yeah. like a high schooler same with Olivia everybody in greece looks like they're like 40 there <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was gonna say there, there are plenty of examples that they don't look like they're in high school like they're <laughs> what who is the guy in particular he literally looks like he is like an 40 or 50 yeah like m- m- the, i forget the guy wears the sunglasses i believe oh. that's duty is that that's duty right I with the black hair barry yeah. barry duty. pearl yeah he um he uh he looks like he runs like a pizza shop and yeah in, 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 like downtown manhattan <laughs> <laughs> it looks like you would go up and be like two slices they do say the film like, when they get out of the car after uh Kinnicky and riz drive off it's like let's go get some pizza <laughs> <laughs> no it's not just pizza let's go get a slice of pizza yeah. back then you would just get a slice yeah that's it new york or yeah where where is this movie um Does anybody well I believe it's los angeles i thought it was los angeles too because they were well where's the where are there are there beaches very much in new york it, it was filmed in uh leo carrillo state park so los angeles yeah. okay ahoya to leo carrillo yeah down to ahoya gotcha um <laughs> that was yeah um but olivia newton john's cast in the movie uh john Travolta is fairly insistent upon her performance uh even though she had never really been a major actress before and she was very concerned about it too yes um the the had to rewrite the role to her being Australian oh. uh, because she could not do an American accent. Oh, but I have thoughts on that though, which we'll get to um, later. But yes, like, and it leads to a, <laughs> a very big leap of logic and why she's here right now. Yeah, well, uh, not just that. It's just there is a moment because I yeah her her accent's like subtle there throughout the whole movie. Did, but no, her accent's definitely not subtle. It's it's, it's very, there. It's very Australian. No, no, I just mean, <laughs> all the time. There was a scene. I'm like I even wrote down the minute mark when it happened, but it was like it was crocky, after crocky, some shrimp on the bobby and a leaf. It was after <laughs> stranded at the drive through. It's after the drive through scene. After the mechanic shop. After Rizzo and Sandy are talk. Sandy's accent's like it goes from a th- five. 
to a 15 out of 10 in terms of like <laughs> Australian. Is she talking to Riz? Yeah, she's talking to Riz at towards the end. And this is like... When they have that little moment yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. And this is before yeah. Riz sings a song about like, about her own like fears and doubts and stuff. Yeah. It's before that. And her, yeah. her accent's like really strong mm-hmm. at that moment. Yeah. So... I'm trying to think, what is she saying to her? I don't, I don't like remember. Like if she needs a friend or yeah. something like that. Yeah, because yeah. this is after like the pregnancy thing yeah. came yeah. about. So um, she's like kind of... It feels like Whereas if you need a friend I got kangaroo <laughs> kangaroo that, that was a British accent I'm yeah. sorry to all our Australian <laughs> listeners that I've besmirched your good country <laughs> oh, um, fun fact though before we actually get into talking about the movie I actually met one of the writers of this once I was working at a college bookstore and they were in the NCAA championship so we were selling a lot of like basketball t-shirts uh, and he came in and bought a shirt and he was like, yeah, I wrote Grease. <laughs> Conversation. I'm like, oh. oh my God. And then I was like, this guy's probably like BSing me. So I look up a picture of him and there he is. What was his name? That's the problem is I can't remember. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm genuinely struggling to figure out. Well, because there are be, this particular there, moment, there are lots of people who you could have said, I, I wrote Grease. Yes. And you could have been among these like six people because there's the writers of the original musical. There's the writers of the original lyrics. There's the writers of like the music. There's the writers of the screenplay adaptation. Right. Like I, I did confirm at the time his picture popped up when I looked at Grease and it was related to the movie. Okay, but the four guys I'm looking at on this IMDb writers page don't look like him, and Mm. I can't remember what he looked like. So just know that I did meet the writer of Grease. It was cool, Mm. and I've now forgotten. It's questionable, I have to say. Very questionable. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to really believe you, Jeff Sweeney, but (laughs) yeah, I I found my Facebook post from the time where I said I just met the writer of Grease. And that was all uh, that was that said. That was all that he put <laughs> in his see, face this, this is what I wish I had mentioned his name. How many years ago was this, Jeff? Let me. Bring, I think it's uh, uh, mid. Uh, it's like mid 2018. Okay, you seem to struggle a little bit for that. <laughs> <laughs> mid 2018. Uh, you got a you got a month there, pal. Maybe. Is this, is this what I'm about to be exposed for? <laughs> <laughs> I think are there writers like there's going to be a, a congressional subcommittee <laughs> about me lying about me the writer of Greece. Did you not say on February 15, 2021, at 1:47 p.m. that you met one of the writers of Greece in mid 2018 at a bookstore during the NCAA. Lindsey Graham's roasting me up on the stage. Yeah, hey, here it is, March 30th, 2018. I just met the guy who wrote Greece. Just the yeah. guy. You you commented actually. I was just gonna say. Yeah. I'm sure I commented. You commented. Oh, what that's is- cool, baby. You know how it is, rocking and rolling and whatnot. <laughs> wow. I can't take myself. Jeff, would you say that was the highlight of your professional career? Professional yes. career. Yeah, I've worked on some cool things, but meeting the writer of Greece and when he was buying basketball T-shirts, it was pretty was definitely amazing. the highlight. Yeah. So the plot of Greece. Yes, yeah, so, so Greece. <laughs> it right. is the word. It is the word. Yes. Yes, definitely. Um, and there's a lot of things to talk about with Greece. Lots. But of the thing that just really catches me is just how fun it is. Like, yeah. Any criticism I could have, I'm just like, it's so much fun though. Like, why can't I can't be mad at this? This is too good. Yeah. Um. It. Something that I, I, this brought me back to like my high school musical days, not high school musicals in like the actual movie, but like when I was in high school, I was in like you were in high school, spring musicals, like every like spring semester there. And so, like, watching this, like, every single 
dialogue scene that would then just like break out into song instrumental because mm-hmm. like you know in like modern musicals like i think of like la la land but uh, <laughs> sorry i have opinions yeah. but it was like the subtle transitions City that would just stars, like that would transition into are you shining just for me song and dance <laughs> whereas in City greece you know thank you jeff <laughs> whereas in greece there is no subtlety to it whatsoever no. it is just like it's like, so t- what did you do this summer? And then <laughs> just like starts. <laughs> and then summer love at the 14 minute mark yeah. starts. And it's just, all right. Yeah. Like it's time to do a song now. <laughs> it, it's the, it's the best. Like you're just watching and you're like, oh, this is a good scene. And then boom, the song just Songs. starts. It's, we're singing. Yep. And we love, I mean, that soundtrack was uh, like the sound, not the soundtrack of my life, but for, yeah. for a while, I mean, that's all you heard on the radio and yeah. we just, uh, it was a great soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's still so fun to listen yeah. to. Yeah. Do you remember where you saw Greece or? I don't. Probably Ford City, maybe on mm-hmm. the south side. Gotcha. Probably. Oh yes, definitely. What am I thinking? Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, and then my basement for the next hundred times. <laughs> yeah. What's interesting about the soundtrack of Greece uh, is probably most people probably know in terms of trivia for Greece is hopelessly devoted. Most people probably know about trivia for Greece. Look at this guy over here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> most people probably know this, but uh, like hopelessly devoted, um, which was like Sandy Solo in terms like towards like the end of the first act of the film was actually added after the movie was already like shot. Really? But the producers were like, she needs a ballad solo. Like she doesn't have like a full ballad solo. So. Um, her contract allowed for them to like go back and reshoot that really quick and so they got it and that was the only song to then be nominated for an oscar (laughs) (laughs) and so yeah which is pretty interesting yeah they they do that a lot now with um for more cynical reasons for musical movies where they'll bring people in to write a new song for it just so that it can be eligible for the oscar for best original song yeah because like obviously if it's in the stage musical they can't nominated because it's existed we probably want right. a tony and hopelessly devoted became one of the most uh popularized cover songs on tiktok interesting yep it's oh. the guy i'm trying to think of it i need to think of the tiktok artist I name mean, without without fast trends fly on tiktok this is probably the most irrelevant fun fact in two weeks in, like the three the, weeks of yeah, this episode but this guy has like 200 million views mm. on tiktok which is outrageous but it's like he uses this like vocal vocoder thing that you can like I don't know. It's really weird, but he does hopelessly devoted cover. Mm. I'd recommend people look it up. Uh, hopelessly devoted TikTok cover. You oh, won't be cool. you won't be disappointed. Google it. Um, a comment in whatever thing you're watching it on to say, "Hey, I was brought here by the Trollsing Podcast." Yeah, link, link people to our link people to our Spotify, <laughs> <laughs> Apple Music, Google Podcast. Please say you're brought here by the Travolti Podcast. Yes. We would be very thankful. Be one of those people who goes into YouTube and be like, who's watching this in the year 2021 20, as brought of, here from the Travolting podcast? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, should we start from the top? Yes. The very beginning. So we start Greece. with the beach flashback. The beach flashback. The beach. Starts with a nice beach yes, flashback yes. with a similar soundtrack to a David Lynch movie. <laughs> it's a little haunting, but. <laughs> you got it. I mean, yes. yeah, it's very similar though. But it's very romantic. Yeah. It's uh, Sandy and Danny Zuko, our boy. Hanging out on the beach, having a little bit of summer loving, summer if loving. I may be so bold yes. as to say. And in his nice blue jacket, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Not the leather. Mm-hmm, not, not the blue leather jacket. Yet. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because he's a real man at this point instead of what he's posturing to be. Right. Right. When he's a tough guy with his with the dudes being dudes. The dudes being dudes. Um. <laughs> and they embrace and it's, they're about to leave each other. And Sandy's like, is this the end? And Danny coincidentally just says, no, this is only the beginning, not knowing what's going to transpire yeah. in the next hour and 50 minutes. She's like, no, is this is this the end? And he's like, no, there's an hour and a half left of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they did that, Jeff. <laughs> and then we go into this. Then we go into the animated intro. Yes, which is so fun. It's it's a very definitely eye opener when you're like you're watching a musical here. So like, all right, this will be like a nice little live action musical. But then there's animations. Yeah, we're, we're blasting Greece is the word. Yep. Yeah. Um, over images like it's just kind of a cultural summary touchboard of the fifties. It's like I like Ike. Davy Crockett pops up. There's hula hoops. Um, however, I will say that some of the caricatures they use for these actors are a little bit of an insult. Yeah. <laughs> like Rizzo and Danny Zuko are looking a little rough in those caricatures. Yeah. I would not be happy if I were those actors and I saw that. It's like, this is how they see me. Yep. Yep. And then we get into the high school. Yes. Um, so we've been told Greece is the word, and we're going to enter the hour and a half dissection into that statement. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but, we're, yeah, we're at the high school. Uh, Danny Zuko is a greaser now. He's no longer a nice young lad. He's got the leather. And he uh, makes that turn like they say, uh, they call his name, and he, he turns, oh, yeah. and he's so cute. <laughs> oh, there's that. Yeah, he does. Yeah. The great where he turns around. He yeah. turns around and hey, flashes Zuko. the hair. Right. Oh, we didn't talk about hair yet. Oh, you guys every, are rating the hair. Every podcast, I, I heard we that. rate the hair. I heard that. I love that this is catching on as a trend, Jeff, <laughs> <laughs> that we rate the hair. Um, you rate the hair. I, yeah, but everyone's wanting the hair rating. So, well, first off, uh, Kathy. Yes. Um, are you a short hair Travolta or a long hair Travolta gal? Um, uh, I don't. I, I like either one. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I mean, the long hair is like the Vinnie Barbarino, like, uh, was he Carrie? He yeah. Was long yeah. hair and Carrie, which was Carrie, very nice. Boy in the plastic bubble, long hair. Yeah. Maybe I'm a long hair Travolta. I'm definitely yeah. a long I think hair maybe Travolta. I'm long hair. I, I think long hair Travolta is who you have summer loving with, and then yeah. short hair Travolta is who you bring home to mom. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's absolute. I, I I don't know. I might actually flip those. I'd bring long hair Travolta home really? to mom. Do you summer loving with short hair Travolta. You know, so, so I want long hair Travolta for the long ride. The, He's with me forever. The two Travolters are that saying about the two wolves that are always fighting inside of you. <laughs> the two Travoltas. But yeah, so with this movie, like he does have a little bit of floof. Yeah. A little bit of grease, you know, got the comb. Yeah. You're saying He's got that 50s thing going grease. on. Yeah. 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 And uh, well, well, yeah, they, you know, they squirt the thing and they make yeah. it all greased up. Um, but, you know, I, I got to say that the, the fluffy, just the bounce on the shoulders and boy in the plastic bubble, it just... Yeah, it sells me every time. Um, I have been calling my son because he's got his quarantine hair and won't get a haircut. Vinnie yeah. Barbarino. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah, because it's like. But see, he might take that as a compliment and not want to get a cut. Then. True. Yeah. I, I have to watch that because I would take that as if I was told that I looked like long-haired John Travolta. You would never get a haircut. I would never get a haircut. Yeah. Why would you? I, I know. Get. Okay. I, I've got. I've got to work on this. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get him to get a haircut, so that's that's not you working. You gotta find some like yeah. really atrocious look from him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you look like this. But I, I only say this just because I know it's probably gonna be controversial, but I, I have to say that I 
long hair Travolta, whether that be Boy in the Plastic Bubble or Carrie, beats Danny Zuko hair. I'm sorry, I'm gonna say it. I, I just <laughs> oh I, boy, he said it. I said you, it. You're being brought before the congressional. Are we, are we cutting this part out? <laughs> no, it would be my job to cut it out. <laughs> oh, that's right. I just I I like both of them. I I know I should pick a side, but. Mm-hmm. But I agree. John Long Hair Travolta is very cute. Yeah. But there, there's a place for centrism in the uh, in the Travolta hair community. I think. Well, wait till you get to Saturday Night Fever. It's a big thing about his hair. Right. Yeah. So this is going to be. You guys are going to have lots to talk about with his hair because yeah. he doesn't want his hair touched, and he's yeah. Well, real we, we, serious we about that, that. We actually had that conversation about because there was a bit in that movie where like a character touches his hair. He's like, "Watch the hair." Yeah. Right. <laughs> and right. like that was improved. <laughs> like, was that improv? Or well, like I think it was an actual genuine reaction that Travolta had, and like the um, Brian, not uh, Brian, uh, yeah. John Badham, John Badham. Uh, director actually kept it in the movie because it fit, you know, the Tony, fit the character fit the character pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Tony so. Monero. Yeah, I work so hard on my hair. You touch my hair, he's like, yeah, that's yeah. a good part. You already hear <laughs> producer co-host agrees that long hair Travolta is better than Danny Zuko. I'm not taking it back. Uh, you don't have to take it back. I'm yeah. I'm Team Danny Zuko. Um, oh look it! I like. So cute. I, I'm bringing up pictures right now. Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh look it! It's a podcast. You guys told me it's a podcast. There, there will be an for anyone listening on Spotify or YouTube. There will be an image attached to this episode uh, that you can look at for confirmation. I'll give you one second right now to do so. All right, you've looked at John Travolta's <laughs> hair in Greece at this moment. Uh, if you were driving, I hope you did not just grab your phone and look at it. Hey, Siri, look up John Travolta, 1978. It's just more like a oh, wig kind of thing. I actually did look up John Travolta, 1978. But it, I, I'm team Danny's. I just am a big fan of like 50s aesthetic mm. and look. Yeah. So when I see John Travolta's hair in this and he's got that Elvis vibe... It's it's just what I'm it's what I'm cooking with. Yeah, I did a greaser costume once um, when I was very young, probably like 15, 11. So you've just been leading to this, haven't yes, you? Yes, my entire life has yeah. been high, a, pyram- a pyramid building up to triple <laughs> thing. Yeah. And now, right, and now I can only go down from here. Um, That's okay. It's fine. It's yeah. Fine. So we're at the high school. Yes, we're at the high school. <laughs> there we How, go. What, what moment are we at in this in this episode recording? Uh, we are at thirty minutes. <laughs> okay, we're, we've been doing this for thirty. Minutes. We just started. We are the pod- th- we are three minutes into the episode into the movie. <laughs> we're thirty minutes into the podcast. So we're just at the high school. Yeah, we're yes. just at the okay. high school. By, by that uh, by that like multiplication, we'll be getting we'll be to done the end in of the movie in four hours. hours. <laughs> So we're, we're meeting all the characters right yes, now. Yes. At least the guys. Yeah. yeah. And immediately I'm getting like, oh, they're all 30 playing high schoolers. <laughs> it's like a 30-year-old dude. Yeah. Uh, but it is like, so we, we almost get, the audience gets told right away that Danny and Sandy are in the same school. Like almost right away, like you see them kind of like inter, um, cutting from different yeah, angles. True. And um, certain characters interacting with different characters that we've seen before. So it's something that they're telling the audience yeah. already, so it's bound to happen. And that's where I really love the scene with Rizzo. And it's like, hey, Danny, I got a surprise for you. And then it's like, yeah. And you, because every, she knows, and we as the audience know, that's why I love Rizzo. It's yeah. like, this is about to crash land. It's going to yeah. be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so, and uh, Sa- Sandy's so excited to see him again. Yeah. And he's trying to posture and be all tough for his boys. 
um, be like, yeah, you know, uh, I may have seen it now. I don't recognize it that much. <laughs> yeah, I'm but, like, I'm like straddling the the Stallone line right now. I yeah. was just a boss. I was thinking that job. I said, when was hey, so, hey, Sylvester waitress, Stallone in? Yeah. I did the uh, real good last night. You should have seen me. Yeah, but we're getting introduced. I'm so to, sorry, like, everyone. The, <laughs> we're getting introduced to the greaser gang. Yeah. We're getting introduced to the pink ladies, and we're getting like all of the different. I love the the high school teachers and principals and coach yeah. like yeah. stuff. Oh, they're so fun. Just because they're the only yeah. adults in this movie. Like you notice there are no parents in this yes. movie. True. We don't see Danny's parents. You yeah. don't see Sam no. like what was not to jump to the end, but what was Sandy's like dad doing reading the newspaper when Sandy walks down in the black leather, it's like going to the carnival <laughs> and like so good to see and it's like <laughs> okay all right cool like there's no reaction to that so at any rate that's why i love the like the high school teachers yeah. and principal i, I like the for with sandy at the beginning when she's like just trying to meet people at the school and she's yeah. interested to the pink ladies and rizzo i like that <laughs> the detail that like her parents like took him on vacation to america for the summer and, and just, just decided to stay, stay. <laughs> they just stayed <laughs> they're like yeah i don't feel like going home. <laughs> like, or, and, and the way how that's written off is our plans have changed because <laughs> <laughs> like she at the end of the summer she's thinking she's going home and they're like now nah, we're just staying in america we had you a know. change of plans yeah. yeah and imagine like sandy's was a senior i think right like she's transferring as a senior yeah. to this high school so admittedly she probably had like a lot of friends back at her australian high school a lot of family there so it's like this she, is also she, very... to, she should get, get rid of her pet dingo yeah and... <laughs> this is, all has to be very traumatizing for sandy her school bus drive with a kangaroo yeah and so um at that point that's when you know, the crocodile hunter was <laughs> you're not looking for any australian followers right no. Jeff? No. if you're an australian you're listening to this podcast i'm sorry for my insults to your country but you are your own stereotype yeah. and I, I regret nothing so um as all these characters getting introduced and we get the different exposition of how each of them are related to each other for instance we get like an idea riz and danny have a history as well and then we're getting more of these like uh clicks but then the 14 minute mark summer lovin mm. first song comes on they had they had blast they had a blast yeah. mm. happened so fast my girl get, wait 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 we're gonna get copyright. <laughs> oh yeah, strike. Uh, this is fair use policy. Fair in use subsection twenty-seven C of the United States Constitution. <laughs> you didn't. You did not look that up. So no. I could look it up. I'm, I'm like. I'm like that dude. And uh, I think we could read lyrics. We just can't actually sing it. On yes, mic. we cannot play the. We cannot song. play. Really? Cannot, yeah. yeah. Oh, copyright. that's too bad. I was. Yeah. What if we made? Planning what if we made that. a song oh, called sorry. "Winter Loving" and we attached Wait. to this podcast? <laughs> Winter loving. Yeah, it's about Arctic a blast. Arctic blast. Oh, that's good. <laughs> you. Winter loving. Arctic blast. It's about Polar people. vortex. It's about, it's so fast. It's about a bunch of people staying inside and not engaging in loving because it's too cold. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Chicago yep. winter. Yeah. yeah but, we're, we're recording this on the day of like a, a big blizzard. Uh, it's so been, we're, we're manifesting right now. Yeah, yeah. But well, I, what's really interesting about Summer Loving that I really like, um, but talk more about it is like the filmmaking aspects of it because again immediately everybody's dancing it's not just yeah, like the right. single characters it's like everybody's in on the choreography and the dance and it's just something that i really really yeah you already know immediately it's like okay this is not like grounded in superficial reality we're gonna get a little bit crazy here sometimes and you know it just builds up and builds up until the very end yeah it's, it's building this reality of the world where people someone will just start singing and everyone around them's like time to go <laughs> just, yep like this this like um footloose world yeah uh, where everyone just sings and dances what is that thing they do now where they everyone just like 
starts dancing. A flash mob. Flash, flash mob. mob. Yeah. Flash mob. Yeah. yeah. We need to do a grease flash mob with summer loving. You could do that, Jeff. <laughs> I'll come. Let's see. Let's stage it. Let's set it up as a Travolting inspired event. That'll be like one big Travolting podcast yeah. at the very end, just fireworks and, then, and a sign. Of yeah, Travolting. and then when we're, we're brought before the congressional subcommittee about the riot, we start because of the, the flash mob of summer. Loving. Were you watching the impeachment? Is that why this congressional subcommittee is being brought up? I just keep thinking about reasons we could be dragged before them. Godfather too. We watching Godfather too. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, so yeah, summer loving. It's yeah, great. Some something I like about this movie that you don't get too much in. I mean, I don't want to say that, but um, it's cool that m- this movie uses a lot of long takes. Mm-hmm. Like it, there's not a lot of cutting, especially in the musical numbers, which something done in Saturday Night Fever as well. Yeah, where it lets you just see the dance and see the performances in their full extent instead of just cutting from one camera to the other all the time yeah and giving this like false vision of what's happening you can see the dancing and it makes it that much more impressive yeah and see that they're singing yeah i mean not to go back again to saturday Night fever but it's like that you know when they john travolta like arguing to have like wider angle shots yeah. to show that he was actually doing it i wonder if there was like a similar discussion about that for this mm-hmm. film but this was definitely dubbed though like this wasn't oh yeah they, they definitely over yeah. Played it. Yeah, definitely. This is not Light Miz where Russell Crowe is. No. Really just. No. Staying clear from this. <laughs> Staying clear from this. Yo, no. no. <laughs> Stop. I know we're. Je- no, President Yo, Your time is up and you have a rose begun. You know what that means. Yes, means I'm free. Kathy, this is every time we bring up Light Miz or Russell Crowe. <laughs> I knew we were going to come down here. Follow to the letter yard. All right. So after summer loving, I mean, Kathy, Russell, we love you. I know you're a New Zealander instead of an Australian, so you're cool with me. Summer loving. What can I say about summer loving that you guys haven't said? Well, uh, it's fun. I mean, you just, uh, I, I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was. It's fun. It's like you get to see all the characters and they're. I don't know. Yeah. And help me. I, oh, I, I, one thing I wanted to speak to, like, narratively is the differences in yeah. uh, what their testimonials are. So with Sandy, it's all, like, warm, cute, right. and fuzzy. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. As, as the Wikipedia synopsis of this movie describes it. <clears throat> Sandy's version emphasizes the romance of the relationship, while Danny's version is more sexual. Yeah. And yeah. That's, yeah. that's it. That's yeah. Thanks it. to whoever wrote the Wikipedia Grease article for that insightful uh, comment. Yeah. Well, like I said, again, you guys, get, I was so young when I watched this. I'm trying mm. to think. I might have been. So I was born in 67. It was 78. Right? Yeah. 11, so years 11 years old. I'm, so I'm probably not getting that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm just like watching John Travolta. Yeah. And I'm probably not getting all that as I until I get a little bit yeah. older. You know? It's playing off a lot of that 50s yeah. stuff where there was, I don't want to say censorship, but there was more, there was, there was a higher level of standards in terms of what you could put into a movie or whatnot. Yeah. So there'd be an added level of innuendo where for a kid who's watching it, it just, it's fun poppy songs. Yeah. Right. It's exciting. Everyone looks cool. But then to the adult in the room, you know, there's lines like, you know, had me a cramp, got myself damp, or it means something else. I mean, right. Right. The kid is just like, oh, they got wet. They were on a beach. Yeah. And I don't think I got like shy of that yeah. until I got older. Yeah. yeah. And like maybe watch it with my parents or something. Mm-hmm. But b- prior to that, I I just wasn't 
I wasn't getting yeah. that. And even when you guys say that they looked older, like they looked like 30 year old, like high school people, kids mm-hmm. to you. I was young. Mm-hmm. So they didn't look like that to yeah. me. Yeah. Because they just look like grown ups. Right. They just look like grown ups. And to that age, a, a teenager is a grown up. To me. Yeah. At 11 or 12 years old. Yeah. So, right. Um, so I'm just trying to think of like being young and watching it. Mm-hmm. You know, now I've had so many different experiences, yeah. but. It's a movie that grows with you over time and gives you a new experience every time you watch right. it. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Which brings me to um, something that I did not realize when I first watched it, which is the scene afterwards when they have their um, pep rally outside. Oh, and there's the... And there's the burning effigy <laughs> of the gladiator in the middle. <laughs> and their cheerleaders are doing circle dances around it. And they're all like holding yeah. sides, like tear them up, beat them apart. And uh, literally I wrote down like, because it's like a seven season slump. It's going to be brought yeah. out of it by Coach Calhoun, okay? And I wrote down an interesting cult-like pep rally <laughs> where, um, yeah, it's they're dancing around a burning effigy yeah. of their opponent. Yeah, I watched it with uh, with my girlfriend, um, and uh, I was just like, is that a hanging man? <laughs> yep. And she was like, it's a bonfire. Haven't you ever been to a bonfire? And I'm like, no, look to the left of the bonfire. <laughs> and she's like, oh, it's just... A hung gladiator. <laughs> and then later in the film, that hung gladiator's in the bonfire. <laughs> it's in the bonfire. I never noticed that. And the coach is saying at like the pep rally, it's like, we're going to tear them up yeah. and rip them to pieces. <laughs> <laughs> and like, the principal's like, clearly like got a facial yeah. expression, but it's, is I the, did not. Yeah. Is didn't. the secretary there too? I think. Is she just like. The, the principal yeah, ripping yeah, them apart yeah, with her face. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. funny. She's like egging them on. I, yeah, the principal's the one who has the line where uh, she's like, "It's so great to see our clean cut, wholesome students," <laughs> and like pauses between wholesome and students when they see like the chaos that's going on in this bonfire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and this is also the same period when we get the Danny Sandy reunion. Yeah, they get the reunion. Great uh, scene. It's set up, and you know Danny kind of blows it. Yeah, he starts off strong. He starts like, off strong. Oh my god. He's like, Sandy. Sandy, it's great to see you. And then he turns around and like, <laughs> and he's like, yeah. well, she's, there, she's right? some so, girl, you know? So <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, all like, and Jeff yeah. goes back into his Sylvester yeah. Stallone. Let me tell you, you know, <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you. <laughs> File missing persons report. It's yeah. like, John's joke, the yellow pages. Different person. So we take out a page of the yellow pages. <laughs> well, I do not know. <laughs> well, I do not know. Well, I do not know. <laughs> and then uh, uh, Frenchie is telling Sandy, who is obviously torn apart about this, uh, men are rats. No, men are lower than rats. They're the fleas on rats. No, they're lower than that. They're the amoebas Amoeba. on, <laughs> on rats. rats. <laughs> the only man a girl can trust is her daddy. daddy. Yep. Yep. I love Frenchie. Frenchie's great. Frenchie's yeah. great. Uh, yeah. yeah, we'll get to that. That, mm-hmm. that, that part always kind of... Kind of creeped me out for some reason the beauty school dropout. yeah i don't yeah. know why you know you just have these like things it's like these, these figures emerging. i think i was confused during that <laughs> i was like what are these? that would be the one song like of all the songs that would like read to a kid as like oh like you may not be getting the adult humor jokes but it's still like really fun beauty school dropout is like why are they singing this song <laughs> <laughs> like is she like beautiful or something or like are they saying she like you just don't know <laughs> it's like if you're not paying close attention to the dialogue how like she goes from high school to like beauty school right. and then how she's not doing well it's like it could completely just <laughs> boop, go right over your head 
Yeah, the yeah, um, that's true. I um, I was curious because I I rec- I felt like I recognized Frenchie. I was like, she's in something I've seen before, mm-hmm. and then so I went to her IMDb and like her top three credits are Grease, Grease Two, and Grease Live. I was like, okay, I probably have not seen this actress in a movie before. That's it. Yeah. She's I mean, she'd been in, she'd been in other things, but like nothing I'd seen. But wow. her like most notable stuff is Grease. Grease Remember when too, Michelle Grease Pfeiffer was in Grease too? Oh, and her career was not impacted like yeah. at all. Oh, uh, my! I have a sister-in-law that she hopefully she'll be listening to this who loves Grease too, and. Yes, the eyes are getting big, Mary Mucker, and it's like no. I mean, so I think I never even seen it. Mm, that's probably good. Yeah. One of these days, we're going to do a podcast called Untravolting, where we watch all the bad sequels to the movies we're covering. <laughs> well, that probably will be as like a year long. <laughs> I mean, as of now, we have The Rage, Carrie Two. Oh, um, oh that's right. There was Bubble Boy, which was a new adaptation of the boy in the plastic bubble i think you're stretching the limits on this uh, podcast wow. there was uh i mean grease too staying we'd have to cover staying alive again oh, oh. god are you guys doing staying alive we are, we are doing yeah. staying alive we are comprehensive we're we're this is a, a fun fact for everyone we will be recording an imax documentary about the moon <laughs> and because yandrol voices an astronaut for like five seconds so <laughs> you have that episode to look forward to in the future <laughs> Oh. We'll be talking a lot about them, them lunar craters. <laughs> oh god! Uh, so uh, you, you back know what, to Greece. You, you know what detail I like uh, with the principal and the the secretary? What is uh the like the bells, like the yeah. chime that they do like by hand? Yeah. It's fun because like you we associate that as like an automated thing where like they press a button and it yeah. just happens. But they had to like bring out the xylophone. I like actually that. do it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's cute. It's the 50s, man. Yeah. Welcome to, welcome to the 50s. Yeah. So after the uh, pep rally scene, Frenchie invites Sandy to come over to her house for a girl's night. Mm. Um, Sandy gets straight roasted. <laughs> she does get night. straight roasted. They <laughs> make a song. They sang a whole <laughs> song about her. About roasting Sandra Lee. <laughs> it's like this like poor girl has just moved to a new country and they're like, yeah. look at me, I'm Sandra D. But then like they're all making fun of her. Like They're all wearing wigs and then she pops out and the only thing she has to say is, Rosa, are you making fun of me? <laughs> just Some people are so touchy. Mm. Some people are so touchy. (laughs) She didn't get touchy. She just asked it. Are you making fun of me? Oh, they're trying to pierce her ears. They're making her drink drink and and smoke. smoke. That's around the time that she sings uh, Push My Love. What's the song called? Hopelessly Devoted. Hopelessly Devoted to You. Yeah. That's around the time when she sings that because Rizzo, uh, Danny Zuko and his boys show up and Rizzo goes off with them. Yeah. Yeah. Because she says she's trying to like, she's only young once. She's trying to just get as much summer loving in as she can. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. She goes off, and Sandy's just walking sad, and yeah. but she realizes she still really loves him. What's interesting about the girls' night scene is the differences in wardrobe yeah. that they chose, because obviously Sandy's in like a whole gown, like yeah. neck to toe, and then all the other girls are just in like more comfortable attire, mm. like they're more you know free about it. And mm. Laura Sandy's like somebody, and I guess <laughs> it it's almost like. Uh, Randall Kleiser planting the seeds early that like yeah. she's gonna be changing her ap- personality yeah. towards the end, and that was like the first sort of you know we're at, we're at the beginnings of like that. the youth revolution yeah. in the '60s where stuff like that yeah kind of becomes more of the norm right right um, so but I one thing I really love is during the uh, during hopelessly about you when she looks at I the know puddle what you, on I know the what ground you're <laughs> And it's, but it's not, oh, even, it's right. not even that's a reflection, right. it's just an image of him superimposed on the bottom. 
pool. It looks like a baby pool. And he's just it like. It is like a, it's like a kiddie pool yeah. for sure. Yeah. And he's just like. <laughs> he's making I'm, a face. I'm doing a face on camp for all the people who aren't watching it's me good. right now. It's perfect, Jeff. It's, like, <laughs> it's a good face. Yeah. It's like the, I mean, this movie didn't come out yet, but it's literally like the Lion King uh, Mufasa appearing yeah. in the water to Simba. That's <laughs> basically what happens in this. I mean, it's literally just remember who you are. <laughs> Except instead of remember. being the Lion King, he's becoming John Travolta. He's becoming just normal Nanny Zuko. Yeah. And he's like, remember who you are in love with. What if there was a twist halfway through this movie and it turned out Danny Zuko was the king of some like fun nation? <laughs> and that was he has to return and fight his evil uncle Scar and Timon and Pumbaa show up. So moving on. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was the 33 minute mark when Sandy's singing Hopelessly Devoted. And so also the three hour mark on this episode. <laughs> I was going to say, we've reached the 30 minute mark of the movie yeah. at the 47 minute mark of this episode. We're catching, we're catching up. We're catching up. We are catching up. So, uh, and not shortly after, and then obviously there's the Riz and Kinnicky and they're necking in the car. Yeah, they're necking. The neck and hill or whatever it is. And then there's the scorpion gang whole fiasco thing just a little does that happen right then yeah that's like right after hopelessly devoted okay. um before the creme de la crop 39 minute mark greased lightning oh, oh. well first first something else happens though oh john Trolla starts getting into sports isn't, no isn't that no that's or after. Is that after that's after, that's after. Oh, that lightning. yeah right yeah my, my oh. notes are uh transcribed from a handwritten thing that uh i was just writing yeah because it's greased lightning and then there's a diner scene Yes, and he I goes to the diner scene to talk to Sandy, and Sandy talks about her boyfriend, who is like this football player, yeah. and then that makes him go to the okay. sports. So first grease lightning, first grease lightning, yeah, which bops, bops. Talk about a good time. Uh, best cinematic song, like in terms of how it was shot and the set design and just the choreography. Yeah, just I think it's like the best together. And again, it goes to show, like you know, the first song. Um, Summer Lovin', very grounded in reality, somewhat, besides the fact that it's a musical. Right. But it's just cutting between, like, the girls of the commons area and then the boys of the bleachers, and they're singing about their dates. But then each subsequent song gets a little bit more whimsical surreal. and a little yeah. bit more surreal. And then we're at the 39-minute mark. We're not even halfway through the movie yet. And it's like they're transporting to yeah. these, like, different... We're in, a, like, a dream, a dream world. Yeah, we're watching in a, a bunch of dream dudes world. dancing. Right. I'm looking yeah. at picture now. It's so much fun. Yeah. The car looks great too. The car looks fantastic. So cool. I mean, and this is still like a, a song they'll like play at the bars and oh yeah, you know. I mean, do they do that still? I mean, this is something that's on my my touch tunes playlist. Yeah, uh, Stuart, I've been banned from multiple bars for using touch tunes. Yeah, so folks, oh, no, I've not been banned from the actual Kathy, bar. Just like we'll we'll go when back when going to a bar was legal. Yeah, um, all of a year ago. Um, we Jeff, whenever there was a touch tunes like thing around, Jeff would like put on the most ridiculous songs <laughs> that you could play. Fun fact um, for anyone who is interested, there's a 20 minute long mix of Star Wars music available on touch tunes for only two coins <laughs> that you can play at any bar. And Jeff did. I'm telling you, you could go to the most biker bar you find and play a 20 minute long mix. I think it's called the Battle of Yavin. I thought it was the hallway grand like award ceremony scene at episode four. I think it's a medley. It's a mix. Yeah, yeah. But you can play it, and they will have to listen to it. Oh, 20 gosh. minutes long. Wow. And we are at a bar, and he does this. Uh, this is in like Rogers, I think, with and we are one of our friends with us. There's a drunk guy at the bar, and every once in a while, as this 20-minute song is playing, he's yelling, Star Wars! <laughs> <laughs> 
I also played All Star <laughs> once at a bar six times in a row, and they kicked me out. <laughs> out of Not the out bar? of the bar, oh, out, of, like, out of the touch tunes. Yeah, eventually they just they, turned they the wanted touch they tunes wanted off. My, oh, really? they yeah. wanted my money, but they didn't want me my music. Yeah, none of this. Is anyway, really I sound like a re- <laughs> no. I sound like a great time at the bar, don't I? <laughs> don't I sound like the the best person you could ever bring? Yeah, when it's so, not a moral and ethical dilemma to go outside. <laughs> Grease Lightning is a great song, folks. Yes, Grease Lightning. Yeah. It's shot very well, great choreography, and then the match cut transition at the end, back to the old <laughs> rusty mechanic. Yeah, yeah. Really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Really nice. And so then we are at the diner scene where yeah. um, all pretty much ever oh, all the, the pink ladies are there, uh, the the T birds are there, and as well as Sandy with mm-hmm. her date. Right. And so there's that little confrontation there. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but during the diner scene, did you see that the back, like, there's a poster in the back of the bar. How dare you? Sorry. Uh, And it's, like, blurred out. There's, like, a blurred can and a blurred painting in the background. Like, it's Mm. blurry in the movie. It's just, like, a complete square of blurriness. Oh, they had to, like, wipe it out? They put up Coke ads in in the bar or in the cafe. But they never got permission. Oh wow! So they had to like go in after and like scrub the film. Wow! To cover it up, like frame by frame. So if you watch the movie, you'll see like the back of the bar. There's a poster is just like scrubbed over, and it's just blurry. I did not notice that at all. Which means I did a great job doing that. Then it's like if once you see it, you will never unsee it because it's so like obvious that it's just like blurry. Yeah. Well, now for folks who haven't seen Grease, we're going to watch it after it this. We've ruined the movie experience <laughs> for them. We have, and, and all the things we're ruining with this podcast, your experience watching Grease is the newest. <laughs> yes. Um, so Danny and Sandy have that short little conversation as Sandy's picking out a song at the jukebox, and she's saying how, oh, he's like a football player. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, I can outrun him. It's like, I'd like to see that. Yeah. Right. And that's when we get this like series of Danny trying all these different sports. Yeah. Uh, it starts off with uh, playing basketball, and Danny d- isn't very good with contact sports. With, uh, right, right. right. Like, hey, my yeah, hair. yeah. Like, yeah. Punching the players. <laughs> so funny because just slugs him. Yeah, he's just straight up punching people. Yeah. Uh, they try uh, wrestling, and he's not very good at that either. Punches no. people. They just punches like, people again. Yeah. Right. So he's trying to find the most contactless sport possible, ends up on track. And that's when he's like trying to impress Sandy. Yeah. He's like running over the uh, barriers and then he falls. And then this is my one beef with the movie. So he runs over the barrier and falls. And Sandy, who's with her date, yes, runs to him. It's like, Daddy, Daddy, are you all right? He's like, Because yeah, she's right. hopelessly devoted to him. Yeah. And the other guy's brains are we, in his we, biceps. We, we had a whole yeah. ass song establishing this. Yeah, I mean this guy. I'm clearly in the I'm, wrong here. I mean, who, <laughs> I mean, like, who's this chump in the stands? <laughs> but it's just like I don't know. At least be like, hey, I'll be right back, and then run to <laughs> like. Hey, I mean, <laughs> that, that would have made it okay for you. That would have been okay. <laughs> but just like literally, she's right there with him. It doesn't pay him any attention. It's yeah. just like, oh, Danny, and then the dude's like, uh, I guess I'm no longer a person. <laughs> and then he's not, he's not a person. He's a he's a device. He's a device. What's, what's his name? His name is Tom. Tom, right? Tom. Right. If you're Tom, if you're listening to this podcast, get out. <laughs> we, don't, we don't want you in here. Wow, that's uh, so mean to Tom. He belongs with Patty Simcox, I think. Yeah, yeah. And that's like, his. Oh, I missed this part. No, I don't know if they end up together, but I always think they do. I've yeah. made that up. I, I've mm. put him with somebody. I want him to be happy too. Yeah, but just not with Sandy. That's, that's very kind. What if he yeah. actually like got into Harvard? Like, what if he's really smart? You know, Tom's he very successful. Did. He's gonna be the the main character of Grease Three. 
<laughs> there is no Grease 3, Jeff. Oh, they're they're making oh. it. I have like... a pitch for Grease 3 I'm going to say at the end of this episode. I'm um, looking forward to it. I, I have a too. few I think, I think it's going to be called Grease the Return. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep talking about it so you have plenty of time to talk about yes. that pitch. <laughs> on hour 17. <laughs> on hour 17 of this podcast. We're on uh, 50 minutes right now. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, if you folks have just started listening to this episode, by the time you finished, it will be the 2024 presidential election. <laughs> yes. So, uh, they quickly make up pretty, pretty quickly. Um, which I don't know, maybe that's fine. Cause she's hopelessly devoted, whatever. Yeah. She's hopelessly devoted and she runs over and is that, that's when he asks her to the, the drive through that, the, to the dance, to the dance, and, but they don't go to the dance right away. They go to the diner. Yeah. Yes. Um, and that's where he immediately is like holding, yeah, he sees, holding he up sees his, his friends. Yeah. He doesn't want to be seen Putting with her. Up the menu. He doesn't want to be a square. And he's right. just he's just like, I'm not really hungry. Give me like a double cheeseburger and an ice cream and something all <laughs> right. this, everything on it. He's like, I'm not hungry, just give me everything. Yeah. And that's when she asked him for tea. <laughs> for t- I don't like tea. Yes, exactly. I don't drink tea. Yeah. I just I want you to meet tea. my parents. Yeah. Like, I don't like, like parents. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually the the second movie in a row where John Travolta said he doesn't like tea. He's in Sinai Fever. He says, uh, "I don't drink." Tea. Oh yeah. He's, he says, "I I drink. I like coffee. I drink coffee." coffee. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. What if in every? What if we realize from this point on, every movie he says he doesn't like tea. <laughs> it's just roll back the tape. He's got. He's got to <laughs> roll back the he's tape. Had, he's had like a had like a forty year long beef with <laughs> tea. <laughs> with tea. We get him in, in like a guest appearance on a podcast for like his most latest yeah. greatest movie, and we ask him face to face. So like, Mr. Travolta. Do you really not like tea? We give him a cup of tea and he just slaps it to the floor and punches me in the face. This is the most unprofessional set I've ever been on. Yeah. John, come on the podcast if you're listening. I love it. Love um, it. So, yeah, they, they go to the diner. He's acting all different, and then he's ordering everything. Frenchie has pink hair. Yeah, Frenchie has pink hair now. Uh, yep. She had previously said she's dropping out of high school to go to beauty school. But now. Important thing to note. Right. Oh, yeah. We, we did kind of miss that. Yeah. But now, with her pink hair, she's about. all... Dropping out of yeah, beauty dropping school, out of beauty school, yeah, which leads us to the she messed up her six hair. minute mark, which I, if I'm counting my mixer correctly, we are currently right at the runtime. I gotta slow this episode. Wow. <laughs> We're currently right at the runtime of the movie with the runtime of our so podcast. Anyone episode. watch Nomadland yet? No. Stop. So <laughs> Frenchie's, so the Frenchie song, which it's wait, weird wait, calling wait, it Frenchie's song. Wait, 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 wait. We gotta finish up the previous scene. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. We, we, we left the Danny Zuko's there eating a cheeseburger. No, he uh, he runs out. He does. He does. Because because Kaniki and Rizzo come over and sit at the table with them. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. uh, we missed a lot. And uh, she's saying he's embarrassing him, or he feels like she's embarrassing him, and uh, he just wants to get out of the situation. Do you think that's why he leaves? I think that's why he leaves. I think he leaves because his friends are embarrassing him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, maybe that's just mm-hmm. me. I mean, that's true. I actually. Now that I think about it, I feel like it is partially also his friends are embarrassing him in front of Sandy. Or he just can't have them two together yeah. in one room. It's just like he, he can't. Because his friends those are people. being pretty gross in that scene. From yeah. That. Like they're just like throwing food around yeah. and like sharing. I don't remember specifically like sharing straws or yeah. something like that. Here's an easy solution. Have different friends. <laughs> <laughs> get, get better friends. Yeah. Get Danny better Zuko. friends. <laughs> you know, quite the easy solution yeah. there. Roll credits. <laughs> But uh, yeah, he runs out, and it, it's so infuriating in movies when people have food and then they just don't eat it. Oh yeah, it makes me so mad. Like <laughs> my roommate has this thing with any alcohol on screen. When somebody ever like orders a drink or something, and it's like still all the way yeah. full, and they walk away, and you're like, "What are you doing?" It's like in no point in the history of humanity has someone ordered drinks and food, and then like just they've they've either grabbed Take it and taken bite. it with them, or at least eaten a little bit of it. Yeah. 
I just was watching. I wish I could remember who it was. It was an actor saying that they always make it a point to eat a little bit of their food. Yeah. I, I just can't remember who it was. It's but it's so it's so important. Because, that's why we have the spit bucket. Yeah, like right. I I understand as an actor sometimes like you don't want to just like do twenty takes where you're eating a cheeseburger like that might be a little fulfilling. Yeah, but you know you you got to do it otherwise Danny Zuka just runs out and leaves a perfectly good double cheeseburger. And, yeah, his order sounded delicious. Yeah, yeah, it sounded really delicious. I yeah. would I would go to that diner and order that food. Same. I will Same. climb through my TV screen. <laughs> Speaking of climbing through your TV screen, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, uh, Freddy Krueger's, he's back, baby. <laughs> you wanted to keep this episode long. <laughs> Nightmare on Grease Street. <laughs> yeah. Danny Zuko's haunted by Freddy Krueger. Yeah, so when uh, Danny leaves, then Riz and Kinnicky get into another heated argument, yeah. which is a little bit another important piece of trivia about this. Oh, yes. Was that they actually did a scene before this diner scene with uh, spe- specifically just uh, Kinnicky and, and Riz, but they had to cut it out because what, at least what some crew members like testify as, is they say like it was like a Martin Scorsese scene, meaning it was like, like dark, dirty. There was some physicalness yeah. to it. Like they get into this really heated argument. It gets a l- over crosses the line on a number of occasions. Oh wow! And they just cut it because it's like this is not grease at all. That they no. call it the infamous Martin Scorsese scene that, that wasn't in the movie. Oh my so gosh. yeah, I'm that happened. Bef- yeah, that uh, happened before this diner scene. Might have made the movie a little too real. Well, that's why, like, when they because you notice if they when you see Riz and Kinnicky enter the diner in this particular scene, they are already kind of at odds with each other, and that was partly like why for yeah. that reason. It, it gets without that scene, you still get the point across. Yeah, yeah, you absolutely. So it's do. probably good yeah. that they cut that out. So then she like slushes her milkshake yeah. all over Kinnicky. Some of it splashes onto Frenchie. Right. Then they all leave yeah. the diner. And they, I think, is this like the scene where you kind of see who's with who? Pink Lady mm. and T-Birds, like... Yeah, who's, yeah. who's linking up that, with each other. Yeah, right. I don't know if we... Do we realize that before? I feel like this is the one where it becomes, like, official. It's starting to become... Him. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah. you know, you like... you got to queue up for the dance and all that. Right, 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 right. So then we get Beauty School Dropout. Oh, yeah, Beauty School Dropout. Yeah. Uh, Frenchie is in there. She's dropped out of beauty school it's interesting saying like this is like frenchie's song when she doesn't sing yeah um and a stairway to heaven opens yep and uh a very like good cut man whose name i'm forgetting what's frankie his name? avalon uh that, that sounds right yeah frankie avalon is teen angel yes frankie avalon just emerges from the sky right and uh, climbs down and just sings Beauty School Dropout about how she's, you know, got to go back to high school. She Give up your dreams. Yeah, give up your dreams. <laughs> yep. Yeah, this You're... is like the only song I think for me that I'm like, this is far-fetched. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little much. Yeah. Like, like everything else seemed like completely normal. And this, I'm like, this, this, this can't happen. This is far-fetched. <laughs> but like, you know them flying off into their car seem normal to yeah. me <laughs> yeah well if i can get on a, a very deep uh narrative in level here this to me read as all of frenchie's insecurities like talking to her all at once into a yeah. way she can comprehend which is everyone telling her inside her own head saying you're not good enough for this you need to drop out of beauty school you know if she had like talked to somebody about it it's like no you can do this you can go to beauty school you can be successful you know who knows right who knows what would have happened but it's almost a tragic scene when you're watching it because it's just her own like little conscience yeah. telling her you're not good enough. 
Yeah. Yeah. Her story and <laughs> so her So deep. I feel bad for her now. Yeah. So true. Changing grease. Her, <laughs> I mean, her story and uh, Rizzo's story and to a small extent Sandy's story all have like certain degrees of sadness to them. Yeah. There's a, there's some forlorn nature to this musical. Yeah. Where like it's about the 50s, but the 50s have passed and it's a nostalgia piece for it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, I'm trying to figure out. Because uh, Frenchie is in the sequel, I'm just trying to figure out who she, like, what her role in the sequel. And it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, uh, so then, I don't know. Yeah, she, After that, she scene, drops out of beauty school. She, she, was, con- yeah. she is convinced by uh, her own subconscious. Yeah. And and uh, now are the uh, the little uh, T birds? Are they like the flying angels at the end? Do you guys? Yeah. 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 Because I think it, some of them were the pink ladies, I think. Oh, and the pink the ladies are in yeah, there, too. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, she listens to her deep insecurities and drops out of beauty school. And That's then, deep. That I, I've never thought of it like that. Yeah, she's just talking to herself at that scene. Yeah. That's all it is to it. Um, so Riz, this after oh. this scene, this is when Riz and... here Here's a hot off the presses fun fact. Um, Otherwise known as it's been, probably been in the trivia section for a while. Elvis Presley turned down the role of the guardian angel in this scene. Oh, oh. yeah, I did hear about that. I mean, oh. how old would he have been at this time? He died a year after this film, didn't he? Oh, gosh. Um, let's find out. I don't think I would have liked that. Oh, yeah, he, he actually died when this movie was filming. Yeah. So it would have been his final performance had he agreed to it. But he didn't. Dang. I'm kind of glad he didn't. It would. It yeah. would have been. Sorry, guys. Uh, Frankie Avalon is like kind of the perfect amount of notoriety, like fame to him playing that. Yeah. yeah. Elvis would have been like very like. Oh, oh it's Elvis. He's oh, in this right. movie. Elvis. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful drop out of hubba hubba. Oh, Hawaiian blue blue Christmas. That's hobo Jeff hobo. <laughs> going from his Stallone to his Elvis impression. I am a master of impressions. <laughs> well, we're going to have like 60, how, how many episodes? 66. 66 episodes of, of Jeff we doing impressions. 61 more. <laughs> and every one of them was just like some Italian from Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, Jeff's going to be like doing impressions at every single one. And we're going to have a super fan that's just like co- making yeah. a combined I, cut I, of all of Jeff's impressions. by super fan, you mean me. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't wait until we get to... to the movie that we will not name at this point, uh, 60-something from now. Uh, the magnum opus, of course. You know, the one I'm most looking forward to. Um, where, where, he, where he has a line where he's just like, uh, he's just like, hey, you got yourself some Caesar salad or meatballs? <laughs> he's like, starts <laughs> listing Italian food in the middle. So, <laughs> That's the most Olive Garden-ass movie. All right, so after uh, Beauty School Dropout, uh, Riz and one of the other pink ladies, I think, is looking for dates to the dance. Yes. And they're having a hard Jan. time. Yeah. Hubba hubba. Yeah. No, right. not Jan. No? Marty. Marty. I don't know. It is. It's Marty. <laughs> it's Marty. Know, it makes, it yeah. makes it up for me. Yeah. Uh, so Marty and Riz are looking for dates. And Riz goes with that like scorpion gang guy dude who looks like an evil bad guy. Yes, he does. Yeah. And so, and it's soon after that, we are um, at the dance. Mm-hmm. We're at the, this is like, and this is like, I think exactly the halfway mark of the movie. I think it would uh, be a little after. I don't know. I, I think I actually like 
wrote down like the drive-in scene or something. Uh, may, uh, you might be right, actually. The movie's about 110. 150. Oh, 110. Sorry. One hour and 15 <laughs> okay, minutes. I was going to say, you can buy this movie two and a half hours. Yeah. Long. No, it's one hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, I think, yeah, you're right. The dance is a little over halfway through. Yeah. But uh, that's my biggest beef with this movie is my favorite song from Greece is Those Magic Changes. And it is Sir not appearing in this film except for in the background of the scene. Yep. And, uh, oh, no. I'm sorry, uh, Jeff. That is my favorite song from the Broadway musical and just the musical in general. Uh, and it only appears in the background of the scene sung by Sha Na Na. What, what, what More like Sha No No. <laughs> Which, yeah. Well, it's, it's a good song. It is a, it good, is a song. good song. I believe um, Kanicki sings it in the the stage show. Yeah, well, John Travolta probably didn't want to share the spotlight. Those magic changes. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. You know, they probably wanted this movie to be of reasonable length. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, they condense a few songs just as shot on in the background of this scene, which is totally understandable fine. I just can never forgive them for it. I, I uh, hate to say this, but I can't even remember. I know a lot of the songs from the dance. I can't even remember when that's played. It's, uh, it's like right at the beginning. It's like, what's that playing on oh, the radio? Oh, yeah, that's great. Okay. Uh, yeah, such a good song. Yeah, okay, I that's lo- a good one. I'm like the corniest guy ever. I like doo-wop music and stuff no, like that. Yes, you're not. I believe I, it. I thank, believe it. Thank 100%. you. Yeah. Uh, no, that is a good one. The the biggest rift in my relationship is that yeah. uh, I'll put like do- 1950s doo-wop on the car <laughs> ride and she'll get so mad. So uh, what I really like about the dancing, uh, obviously, is Travolta and uh, Olivia Newton-John. Um, doing their thing <laughs> and what's interesting it's like i just imagine there being a day on set when um you know john travolta and olivia newton john are like you know this is before take they're setting up the lights and all they're reading through the script and they're practicing their dance moves and maybe someone's like man like are you guys like nervous for the dance he's like i just got off saturday night fever game, <laughs> yeah dude. he's right. like this it's is like chump change. this is right. chump change yeah. for me man you know, if we're gonna rank our three dance scenes uh what it, between the Carrie dancing, Saturday Night Fever, and uh, Grease? What do, what do you? I mean, what are you giving the title? Well, Saturday Night Fever takes all. Yes, yeah, Saturday Night Fever gets the gets, not, yeah. definitely it gets the gold. Yeah, it gets the yeah. gold. What are you giving the bronze and the silver? Well, remind me again the Carrie dance. Yeah, it's, for that reason it's alone. literally the end of the the whole end of the movie is at the dance. Oh, but not John Travolta dancing. No, he does not dance. Oh, but Carrie and uh, whatever you're just talking about the dances. In yeah, general. just dances not in general, him dancing. Like, not just him like the, the, yeah. the larger, okay. the okay. larger event of the dance. Well, that changes things then, because I would still say Saturday Night Fever gets the gold, but in terms of production design, Carrie, oh dance Carrie, yeah, Carrie dance. gets the silver, and the uh, Ryland High dance broadcast, Rydell, Rydell, whoops, uh, gets sil- bronze. Sir, did you even watch this movie? Mm. I've been leading across the yeah, you have he's, he he's, he's literally the one that... he's literally the one with all the notes I, I'm actually forgetting things and letting him kind of <laughs> yeah literally yeah. Uh, but no the dance the dance in here is very cool Shamanana is singing yeah. there's a competition yeah uh, Danny and we get Sandy are yeah. dancing and we get and, uh, Cha-Cha and Cha-Cha oh, coming in yeah Cha-Cha with the hustle mm. yep blowing can, the relationship but can we just talk about the dance judge vince fontaine 
Hitting at a high school student. Oh, he's he's a yeah. he's creepy. He's like totally he's flirting with his yeah. high school student, and he's like forty. And I'm like, oh, come yeah. on, man. It's like this shows its age a little bit. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think even this movie is like he's a he's a little much. Yeah, he's a little much. Yeah. He is a little much, even even back then. Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And so they do, they go through their game rules. Um, the the principal is talking about like in a few seconds, like our high school will be broadcasted yeah. to the entire nation. God help us! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah, and so they're going through the rules, and then pretty much like the way they're f- organizing this dance, I'm very confused by because it's like and begin, and then it's like oh okay, and a bunch of people just, just start dancing. They just start dancing like, and then I was like. The teachers are like tapping people out, and right? tapping in the shoulder, and it, you know, if you get tapped, like you're at risk for getting hit because every <laughs> single couple that this that like I think Vince Fontaine's the main person who taps people, like they always like go for like yeah. a punch or something. Yeah, he's sure. like at risk of getting hit, and I'm like, just do the, his the job, demons man. are ready to tussle. Oh my gosh, yeah. So um, then the weird weird thing where it's like some random guy we've never seen before in the movie to my knowledge grabs sandy but then cha-cha grabs danny yeah and then they finish their dance together and win but it's like right. and they hand drive because they're born to hand drive right yeah but like was there like some collaboration between cha-cha and whoever that random dude was it's like i need you to grab this girl take her to the corner get her far away from this guy as possible because i'm gonna grab him we're gonna dance and win this award I mean, isn't the the guy the leader of the the Scorpions? No, it's a different no, guy. No, oh, it's not. Because he was dancing with Riz. He's already knocked out. Riz. And he, and he was yeah. uh, tapped out. Okay. Yeah, because he's. It's a guy in like a bronze brownish suit that I have never seen before. In Sounds the movie. like a featured extra. It, it was a featured extra, yeah. but that makes me wonder more. Yeah. Like, why was he yeah. present? Why was he there? You know. But anyway. Um, anyway. Cha Cha steals Sandy's moment. Yeah. Uh, no imitations and... of Cha Cha. What was that? No imitations of Cha Cha. Um, no, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that one to to the. Uh, <laughs> I think that's the... I, I'm approving of that. As a, as a, <laughs> to not do an imitation of uh, Cha Cha. Yes, I will. I will stick with uh, my John Travolta. And I don't even think she speaks. Though. I don't think she has no, a line she in here at all. But... I feel like she doesn't. She say something. Maybe two lines. I'm Cha Cha. <laughs> she's like I'm Cha Cha. Like some some Jeff could she's just could like, muster up. I am Cha Cha. <laughs> I am going to steal the dance. I'm Cha Cha. I'm Cha Cha. It's like what Cha Cha de Victoria or something. Like let's just find out what her name is. Yeah, um, we're looking it up now. Let's... Isn't she from like the Catholic school? Charlene Cha Cha de Gregorio. Okay. She's a student at St. Bernadette's. That's the... That was St. Bernadette's. Yeah. But it, she has a bad reputation, according Terrible. to Frenchie. Yeah. Bad reputation, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, maybe, like, oh, yeah, I caught, saw her spoken. Well, what does she specifically say about her? Um, She says something like, that's kind of memorable, but... Me. Yeah, I'm not sure. Agrees. But at any rate, we're all we're all cha- looking yeah. up Cha Cha quotes I, I, right I, now. Oh, Cha Cha's a figure in this. Yes, yes. Uh, 
They so, call me Chacha because I'm the best dancer at St. Bernard's. And then Frenchie says, with the worst reputation. With That's the worst reputation. Yeah. Okay. Good job on that, Jeff. Yeah. Nice yeah, work. There we go. So uh, I'm, coming, I'm coming at you with the quick Googles. After, at the end of this dance, when somebody moons the camera, we get the most amazing <laughs> scene afterwards, which is the principal's office, like, going over the intercom. Yeah. Like, your information has been sent to the yes. FBI. They have technology yep. that could it's use data scanning down. that will hunt you down. <laughs> They'll drag you before a congressional yes, sub. <laughs> that's amazing oh. i'm flipping to my yeah. third page which means well, i think we're almost done with this well, actually, well you know the problem with that was is that they actually did send that uh but they couldn't get the guy and then he ended up being ringleader of the uh january 6th at the US no no <laughs> come on come on he was the q shaman <laughs> All right, you've heard it here, folks. From 1978, the guy who mooned the camera at Rydell High School was QAnon Shaman. So, I'm so glad about all the viewers. We just haven't now. I'm sure you're all enjoying this. We could probably we we can be worse. I know we we can do probably worse in terms of like scooping off all of our followers. Uh, so then I think if if I'm unless if I'm incorrect, I think we have the drive-in scene after this. Yeah, it's the drive-in scene. Um, but you know what? They actually a line that I actually like um, during like the teacher's presentation is like uh, uh, every man, every one of our like young men here at the school can be a good man, just like that Vice President Nixon. Of oh yeah, <laughs> Vice President Nixon. I He's thought like, of you right clean... away when I saw that. Everyone thinks of me when they think of Nixon or John Travolta <laughs> because, like, Kathy, have you seen the back of his uh, laptop? It's got a picture of Richard Nixon bowling on it. Oh I don't know why that's there. <laughs> I don't know why half the stuff on your computer is there, but yeah, for folks listening, Jeff has a sticker on the back of his laptop of Richard Nixon bowling. Yes. You can Google it and it'll probably find the accurate picture. It's just yeah. Richard it's Nixon. In, it's bowling. in the Big Lebowski for anyone who's. Oh, is that why? I mean, I, I just think it's a funny image regardless. I think Richard Nixon's a very funny individual, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah. uh, he's decidedly not as clean as the principals hyping him up as this well to do right. vice president of ours. Yeah. I'm not a crook. <laughs> Well, isn't this this is driving before a professional subcommittee? <laughs> <laughs> so the drive-in scene uh, happens, and um, we get oh, Dan- speed rotation. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to speed through this. Jet. So we find out a couple things. So we find out a yes. couple things yeah. of the drive-in. Yeah. Um, yes. One of the main things that I wanted to talk about is Danny and Sandy, and how Danny like gives her his yeah. ring, and like I don't get context as to what that means back in the fifties. You give a girl, you're like, you're like, you're my girl, like that's it. This is you're my girl. You're my girl. You're, you know, that's it. See, because for all those Gen Zers listening, I grew up in the era of promise rings, and I thought that was just really dumb. But I guess is that like what it was? It's kind of like not an engagement ring, but it's like. Did your school have class rings? We did have class rings. Okay, so I guess it's that kind of equivalent of like. Gotcha. It's like you only get one, and if you're handing somebody, means you trust them that you're gonna know them for long enough that. Oh, you can get more than one though. I mean, you, it's it's symbolic, <laughs> but like it's just like you know. I mean, who wants to? Spend, they're expensive. Who wants to spend money? You could on only get, I could get like five who if I to, want. Who wants to spend money? Who wants to spend that money? These are give each of them to a girl who thinks these are high school. These are high schoolers who work you know? at the burger joint down the street. They can't afford two rings. <laughs> just say it, Jeff. Yeah. You know there are yeah. loopholes with this. So, but but, but they're at the drive-through. Daddy gives. Are they Sandy. watching the blob or is that? 
Yes, because that so, yeah. or I think that was the com- that was the that was the part that I talked about earlier in the episode where there was a like a blob commercial. I, I, I and just then have it a cuts note to the drive-in. Scene. I have a note that just says the blob, and I can't remember if it's yeah. that they're watching that or if it's just a commercial. I think it's well, they're watching a commercial. The movie hasn't started yet. Yeah. And I know that because when Danny's seeing stranded at the drive-through, he's singing in behind in front of the backdrop yeah. of a hot dog jumping into yeah. a hot dog. Yeah, bun. right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Which, Subtlety, yeah, like. Talk, talk about yeah. watching it as kids it's like right yeah right. I, I actually thought it was interesting when they're at the drive-thru and spontaneously it just starts playing the missing 19 minutes of the watergate tapes uh and richard nixon comes. <laughs> i don't know what i'm going for here <laughs> was that a bit Jen? that was an attempt at a bit and it crashed and burned was it uh, a bit because yeah it, it, <laughs> cr- it crashed and burned like the scorpion's car yeah no kidding um or crash and burn like danny's car which is why the end of the movie is the way it is which is a theory that i have oh <laughs> you better tell me that danny's was dead <laughs> anyway um they're at the drive-thru they're at the drive-thru danny's dancing in front of this hot dog jumping into a bun um because he tries because to get fresh with t- Sandy, and she won't. Yeah, she won't stand for it. Mm-hmm. So Sandy's standing up for herself, right. which we like to see. Right. Yep. Um, and Danny's just a horny little toad. Right. He's um, got that arm. He's, he's got, got that the, hand. Yeah. So, yeah. So is your parrot on this shoulder or this shoulder? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you're thick out of yellow pages, Ed. Yep. <laughs> um, but no, she uh, she storms off. Yeah. Um, and he's literally stranded at the drive-through. I mean, does she take the car? No, she she runs away. But okay. she, he's stranded, like, without a yeah, date. Without he's a date. stranded met- yeah. metaphorically. Yeah. But what's happening, like, in uh, congruency of that scene is also uh, Rizzo, I think, has who thinks she's pregnant. Right. Yeah. And so she tells um, Marty, I think. Marty Frenchie? I think it was Marty. I think it was Marty, too. Yeah. And, so then, and she's like, you can't tell anybody. And she's like, she says something like, Move out of the way, people. We got a pregnant lady. Yeah. <laughs> lady with a baby. Lady, lady with a baby. baby. And then one of the T-Birds, I think I think it was Duty, is like, wait, what's going on with Riz? And she's like, oh, well, don't tell anybody. Riz, Riz is pregnant. And then, of course, he talks. He says, oh, I Riz like has got a butt in the oven. And then it goes on until yeah. Kinnicky hears it. It's like, so I hear you carrying a kid. She's like, wow, we're travels around fast right. here. I really like that scene where um, it's just like one dolly shot. Yeah. Following Riz. Rizzo walking From through all as cars. all these people behind are like Beautiful learning shot. it. And then it, it's just like, it's a big you back to her and it, with Kinnicky. Yeah, yeah. But then she says that it's not Kinnicky's. Yeah. Whether in, that's by like defense mechanism or truthful, whatever it might mm. be. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I know. Was it, it? I think it's his. You right? think? Yeah. Or when, she was not pregnant. She was not pregnant. No. But in the time that she thought she was pregnant, would she have thought it was his or somebody else? And when she told him it wasn't his, was that a defense mechanism or was she honestly being truthful? If I was trying, if I was trying to like have a problem with this movie necessarily, that would be my biggest one. Is it feels like Rizzo's solution is really like brushed, like just quick and brushed aside. It's like she has this beautiful song about like like time's traveling fast. She's kind of like, like what her image is around. Yeah, the she's school. she's right. growing up. She yeah. feels like people are per- like looking at her differently. Like she's wasting her youth. And then at the end's like, no, it's just a false positive. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They uh, and her and Kinnicky made up, and they're fine. Yeah. Now. Right. And I never really knew if it. I thought she was a defense mechanism too. Mm-hmm. That I, I really, mean, if she was pregnant, then it would have definitely have been Kinnicky's. And then and he so. seems disappointed. Yeah. Well, that's so. like the '50s mantra, where it's you get a girl pregnant, you got to marry her, and then that's it. Like, right. And Saturday Night Fever, it's like, hey. 
I, I got a friend. Yeah. <laughs> right. We got this girl pregnant. <laughs> it's like, well, then you got to marry her. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this, this movie and Sign of Favor are similar in a lot of ways in that they both have, you know, uh, a pregnancy subplot with like the side characters. Yeah. Characters except, who die at the end. Except Saturday Night yeah. Fever is about someone who uh, kills themselves at the end because they can't like like quantify being a father yeah and in greece it's like no it was just a false positive we're all good we're and all then good. they just dance and, and they, they dance and they go they right, go together ferris wheel and you know yep but first we have the car chase we have uh well wait we are at the one hour 23 minute mark in the movie the one hour the 23 minute mark one hour and 10 minute mark in the podcast so mm. we're doing all right folks so yeah Afterwards, they stand at the drive-thru. We go to the mechanic shop with the Thunder Road, uh, Thunder Road beforehand, where Kinnicky is asking Danny, it's like, hey, like, I don't know how to tell you this, but like, I would like you to be there during my race. And they're like, he's like, oh, like, you want me to be there with you? And he's like, yeah. And then they go for a hug and almost immediately do the tough guy thing where they're combing their hair. Yeah. Right. It's like, yeah, right. cool. Yeah, yeah bro. You. Yeah, yeah. All right. Sounds cool. Yo, right. <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> That's when Ooh. Rizzo and Sandy talk. Yeah. It cuts to then the scene with Rizzo and Sandy. And this is where I said early in the podcast that, like, yeah, San- Sandy's, like, accent was present throughout the whole movie. Crocky, crocky, smashed on the Bobby, scene, you, know, they, you know? In this particular scene, <laughs> it is, like, from a 7 out of 10 to a 15 out of 10 Australian accent. Like, it had to be the first scene they shot. Morgan around Sydney. It had to be the first scene <laughs> they shot in the entire movie. Bingo. Was that scene. Joint tarantula. And then, you know, they're watching the dailies, right? <laughs> On the Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> it's a cool one in my backyard. <laughs> it's a cool one in my truck. Okay, so, all right. You know, they were watching the dailies after the, because Rizzo and uh, Sandy's scene had to be the first day they shot. So then they're watching the dailies afterwards, the producer, the director, Randall Kleiser, and they're all listening to Sandy's lines. And they're like, boys, I knew she was Australian, but I didn't know she was that Australian. (laughs) (laughs) And then like, they made a note to her, the rest of the shoot's like, can you like dial back the accent as well as you can? Like, did you film this in the Aboriginal cliffs? <laughs> I, I really, I'm serious. Like, if you watch that scene in the rest of the movie, it's like when she talks to Rizzo, it's seven to a 15. It's so wow. strong of an accent. I have to go back and watch that scene now that you're saying it. Yeah, I promise. It's a sweet little moment, though. Yeah, it is a sweet moment. It is, it's sure. a good scene. Yeah. We're, we're, all, we're only like chortling about the accents. Yeah. yeah, but it is a sweet scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then Rizzo goes on to sing her own song the, and. This is, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, there's a lot of like sweetness in just how much this movie does stick to like the we go together ideology where all these characters do stick together. We go together. That should be yeah, a song. Yeah, we go together. That, yeah, that would, be a, that would be a good song if they were to put it in the how movie. Well do you I wonder if they we will. Would, how well do you think we would go together? Like, would you say like, should we do be do be do be do ba do ba? What a what a what a what a wang ba dang a dang. Whatever the next part is. But, uh, <laughs> no, I I really think uh, with Rizzo's song that Jeff and I are actually kind of talking about this in the car on the way up here is that Rizzo really is the sleeper agent in this film in terms of like yeah. she's when you first meet her, it's like that's the high schooler I relate to the most where it's like I'm just done with this place and want to do me and that's right. it where it's like everybody's got their own little clicks and their own little hyperbolized versions of what their own mm-hmm. reality entails whereas Rizzo I feel like is living in the real world, experiencing the real world. And when something bad happens, she's like, I'm just going to take it and she's do what I the, can. the stealth main character yeah. of this yeah. movie. Rizzo is out for Rizzo, and rightly so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where yeah. I, I like her character in the movie a lot. Yeah. So. 
But now it's the dudes being dudes car chase. Now it's dudes being dudes car chase. Thunder Road Race. Yes. Yes. Down in the uh, the gullies of L.A. I forget what they're called. Like yeah. Water. It's like that scene in Terminator 2 when, you know. A lot of car chases have been filmed in this place. T-1000 is Mm. chasing John Connor on his dirt bike. Come with me if you want to leave. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. John Travolta, get in car. (laughs) So, uh, I, for some reason, I was writing down a note during this particular moment and I missed it. But what happened to Kinnicky that caused him to not be able to drive? Uh, I know. What happened? Well, Marty was giving him a lack of like a good luck some like a good luck penny or something mm-hmm. like yeah. that and he drops it she drops it and then he goes to pick it up and someone opens the door and knocks him out okay right? i just yes. remember he got knocked out yeah and i didn't know remember it's, how it, he got it, knocked it's a out. it's yeah. a real like uh charlie chaplin like like <laughs> comedy routine <laughs> he drops a locket like the penny grabs and like it's hitting the head with a car door and then he's like i'm seeing two of you man i'm seeing two of you <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, Danny, you got to go for me. <laughs> yeah. So Danny goes in, and this is, uh, they got the two cars, but one of them has like the little, whatever, what is the thing on the wheels that cuts into the cars and all that stuff? You know, like the blades that come blades out? Blades that come out. Yeah. It's like. It's a, as, as, it's a scary car. It's a very scary car. Got weapons. I don't think it'd yeah. have that many, much mileage for that wheel design. Yeah. Probably not. Probably not very good mileage. I mean, but you can take out all the other... It's like Mad Max. You can just take out the other guys on the road with you. Yeah. And so we get that race and... Ooh, I, mean, I wonder if Mad Max is Sandy's dad. He's Australian. Where's he gone? And that's a cut. <laughs> <laughs> that's a cut. So Danny wins My the race. My and bored. No, it's bad. I'm sorry. Danny wins the <laughs> race, going. and Sandy's watching. Right. Um, but she feels like bad. Like she feels like a little guilty. And at least the way I don't know how you folks read about read that scene, but the way I read that scene, in terms of the context that I already knew where the movie was heading, like right. I knew she was going to change her ways. And so when I read that scene, it's like, oh, like this is Danny's world. This is Danny's like reality, his universe. Like this is where he belongs. Right. And if he's somebody I want to be devoted to, like I just got to learn to live with that. Yeah. Right. So. And then, like, is it Frenchie that says, like, are you happy? She goes, no, but I think I know a way I could be. Yeah. 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 I and agree. That- so it's an interesting moment. And there's a song that she's singing and a voiceover in the background because she's not actually singing yes. it. Like, yeah. Not that none of the singing is live, but it's not even dubbed. It's just, like, just voice and singing, her singing yeah. in the background. Kind of like, is it about, is it a Sandra D kind of? It's yeah, a Sandra yeah. D, like, yeah. cover. Yeah. 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 So. And they they play a good Grease Lightning cover during the chase as well. They do. It's a lot of fun. John Travolta's yeah. having a good time speeding that car. Around. Yeah. Yeah. As I said before, yeah. I have my thoughts about the Thunder Road scene. Yeah. We'll, but we'll I, get to, we'll it, get at get to it at the very end. Okay. So, um, yeah, Sandy changes her ways for uh, yeah. for her man. But school's out. Yes. School, school is out. And this is when they turn on like the little intercom. It's like, do, 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 do. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. stops her from playing <laughs> yeah. the thing. And they make the announcement of like, you know, everyone's going out and it's the end of the school year and they're all teary eyed. And then they ring the bell. All the kids race out. Carnival. Yeah. And they sing, we go together because they're going. Oh, wait, no. First, we have. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Yeah. Whoa. I've really. Whoa. Jeffy right. boy. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Okay. I got chills, okay. Jeff. They're multiplying. Yes. Yes. And Are you Dan- losing control? <laughs> All control. 
But um, first, first we have to emphasize before we get to the song, Danny's wearing a Letterman jacket. Yes, that's because he's con- that he's conforming up. to her. Thank yeah. you. I was I was gonna wait yeah. and start saying that because I know the big thing is that people saying she conforms, she conforms but he was ready to conform also mm-hmm. he had his yeah. little leatherman jacket letter sweater on whatever it was mm-hmm. and he was he was ready to do yeah. the same thing yeah so they're on the same page and then they decide greasers are cooler yeah or, leather's cooler. or she just looks cuter in her outfit than he yeah, does in his true. i'm not sure but because <laughs> he takes off his le- sweater but pretty she's, quick she's in the black yeah, yeah. in the black to stay and uh, they both set tell each other, you're the one that I want. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. 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 One, one, this is the one hour and 42 minute mark. And we also learned that Rizzo isn't pregnant. Yes, Rizzo's not yeah. pregnant. And this is this is those funny like moments when in the middle they're dancing and singing. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, this plot line got resolved. Yeah. This <laughs> right, plot line right. got resolved. <laughs> this plot line got resolved. Eddie We're all pop happy. Back up. Like the, the nerdy guy, Eugene. Yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, there's a dancer in this. And at the end, uh, we go together. That just catches my eye every time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's just like doing like some weird little dance. I mean, he's nobody. Yeah. yeah. But every time I'm like, there's that guy. Like this guy just like catches. That my guy eye. probably so happy to hear that that his background <laughs> performance attracts yeah. someone's attention. If you're one of the background performers in Greece, please reach out to us. Uh, what's our email? Travoltingpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, just let us know. You can also and at us, us on Twitter or Instagram at Travolting. Send us a headshot of what you looked like in 1978, and then we'll try to cross-reference uh, Kathy's yeah. recognition, and we'll find you and put you on the podcast. And we'll, we'll bring you on for we'll a make follow-up this episode where we just talk about Greece too. <laughs> Greece too. No. The backup dancers, just yeah. the dancers. Yeah. So yeah, and the Travolting adjacent podcast. Where yeah. We just talk about all the people who are not John Travolta. Yeah. <laughs> That's every movie ever, Jeff. <laughs> so at any rate, um, what's interesting about you're the one that I want is it's one of the most grounded. Uh, Jeff is showing a phone to Kathy. <laughs> We're getting a text from someone else in the building. In the building, <laughs> who said, uh, "Jesus, how much is there to say about Danny Zuko?" <laughs> <laughs> we're almost done we're almost done <laughs> we are getting to the end of the movie um but what i really like about you're the one that i want is it's one of the most grounded songs because it's not like they're cutting to a fantasy yeah, they're a aspect carnival. right they're just they're, they're not even just in a carnival it, the camera's just going through the fun house right yeah. right right so it's it's there's no like cuts to whimsical dream scene it's just the two of them in this fun house Singing to each other, you're the one they want, and I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. it was. It's a good song. I like that one. Yeah. So because then... you're the one that I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then when you know that the other person is the one you want, then you tend to go together. Yeah. Right. And then they all <laughs> go together. Right. They all so go, we together. go together. Copyright. Copyright. Copyright, folks. Fair use policy. I don't know how much fair use policy we can get away with, but yeah, they sing We Go Together. It's a great song, and everybody sings it. Yeah, it's a lovely song. And then Sandy and Danny get in a car, and it takes flight. We just zoom in. Completely normal. I mean, completely normal. It happens. My 11 year old head or 12 year old head was like, okay. Yeah. This is normal. This is totally fine. Yep. <laughs> you know, they did, they actually, I was reading, they actually filmed a kiss scene between the two of them, aside from this, at the end here. Did they not kiss in the movie? Uh, I believe they, I think they do, but it was like another one. But okay. uh, it was actually filmed in black and white. Whoa. Uh, so, just and so they've been stuff? trying to color it 
for like 40 years and put it back in the movie. Oh, wow. And they have not succeeded yet. Did they just the get goal the is to have it stuff? ready for the 50th anniversary in 2028. Wait, there isn't really any kissing in this movie. I'm just yeah. recognizing that. Yeah. Does John Travolta and Ellie Newton-John kiss in this movie? Do I they, seem to the think they might scene, not. Like at the, at the beach? We are all petrified right now. <laughs> I, just, I don't know if I they d- kiss I in the movie. I think that might be due, the due, only time. Here, due to an editing error, a closing scene in which Danny and Sandy kiss was removed from the finished print and lost before its theatrical release. The scene was preserved only in black and white. They attempt to have it colorized and restored for the 1998 re-release, but were dissatisfied. The scene is included as an extra on the 40th anniversary home video release, and an attempt is being made to colorize it that's effective enough for it to be reinserted by time for the fi- film's 50th anniversary in 2028. Wow. Hmm. So we will re- we will uh, reconvene in seven years <laughs> to talk about the added like 20 seconds of Greece. Wow. Yeah, and I'm just freaked out that I don't know if they kiss at all in this movie. You just watched it last night. How dare yeah, you? but I don't. How dare I don't you? Remember How dare seeing you? them? Like it, you know, kissing is one of those things like. You kind of get like numb to it in a movie of like, oh, they kiss, moving on. But if they, when they don't kiss in a movie, yeah. that kind of says something. It's yeah. like when the, what's that old show with Lucy and Rosemary sleeping separate beds? I love yeah. Lucy. It's I love like, Lucy or... now, like, if you show that to somebody, did you just like, ask, what's that show with Lucy? Stop it. And it's Why like, are you staying on Lucy? This? Dick Van Dyke, too. They don't sleep yeah. together. Yeah. 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 It's like, we watch it now. It's like, why aren't they sleeping in the same bed together? Mm, it's like, back then, it'd be like, oh, that's totally normal. Yeah. Totally normal, but it's not normal. No, you know right. the the all end happy at the end of this movie, which I like. Yeah, but I like um, that. Have, have you ever seen American Graffiti? No, um, <laughs> that's a movie that ends in a somewhat similar form, except right after the ending, it pops up with like all their high school graduation photos and says what happened to these characters after the fact, and like one of them like dies a year later in a drunk driving accident. Oh god, one of them like <sighs> missing an action in Vietnam. But <laughs> what? Oh god, what if Greece had ended with that? <laughs> It's like we got to, and they fly off, and then it's just like a picture of John Thrones, like, like killed in action in Lon Lon Dock in Vietnam, <laughs> like getting the kid Nikki pops up, and it's like, oh god, no, Nikki pops up, and it's like working a nine to five desk job in like South and like a uh, Santa Clarita or something like that. It's like, yeah. like horrible things that happen to these people. Frenchie never went back to beauty school. <laughs> I, I just think because they're both like 50s nostalgia movies. And yeah. That would have been funny. Well, because I think there is like the, I know one of the most popular theories is that Sandy drowned at the beach at the beginning and the whole entire movie is just her imagination. And like the very end of when she's like going is her ascension in heaven. But you have a theory that's John Travolta. But I have a theory that it's John Travolta that's dead and that he actually died in the Thunder cursed. Road race scene. That there was an accident that when they like got up on that and he like flipped his car over because I did the math and the geometric uh, physics. You did the geometric physics. Listen, he was breaking out his protractor. Listen, folks. <laughs> if you um, this is otherwise known as he was thinking about it in bed. If you study day. the uh, friction capability of these tires with the Fr- weight that would be applied on top of them, these cars back in the 1950s were made of like pure metal, aluminum. Shut up, Jeff. Okay, my cousin Vinny got Bill eye over here basically what i'm saying is john travolta died in that race and the rest of the movie following that race is, in the next five minutes is his like just the cortexes of his mind just like going crazy before he actually goes brain dead and dies wow 
Well, that's dark. We got yeah, we got real dark here, guys. Yeah. yeah. You know what I think happens is he wins the race and everyone's happy and they go together. No, John Travolta died at the Thunder Road race. And then Sandy and him like have love forever and yeah. I think so too. I don't think anybody dies. Yeah, I think, I think they the fly all off five. We've been talking about terrible things at the end of this movie. So, Jeff, to close this out, you have a grease. No, three. first we got to talk about this movie's release. Okay, because it's a huge box office success. All right, we're coming at an hour the, and a half. For right a now. time, this was the third highest grossing movie of all time. Yeah, it was Star Wars: The Godfather and Grease. Oh, isn't Jaws? Oh, Jaws. My bad. Jaws, Star Wars, and Grease. Yeah, The Godfather was prior to that. But yeah, it was the third highest grossing movie of all time. It topped the box office like for for sixty six days. It grossed a hundred million dollars. It's Paramount's highest grossing film, um, or at the time it was that it beat out Godfather as the highest grossing film that Paramount ever released. Highest grossing film wow. in nineteen seventy eight. Um, it beat out it, Godfather. Yeah, it beat out The Sound of Music um, as the highest grossing musical of all time at its time. Was not beaten until Les Mis in 2012. Wow! And then, but that was worldwide. Domestically, it wasn't it was, beaten until Beauty and the Beast in 2017. It wasn't beaten by Hairspray. Show. It was not. Whoa. John Travolta did not beat himself. So, do you guys think it it's largely due to John Travolta, or I think it's being the so popular? Yeah, I think it was just it was a mix of everything. Like the he, culture, he was hot at the time. Olivia Newton. I mean, he was hot in a lot of ways at the time, but he was hot at the time. Olivia Newton yeah. John was hot at the time, True. and it all just came together in this enduring classic of a movie. That and Greece was also a popular, yeah, you know, musical popular as well. That had a long right. time. Like I think it was on its seventh year running yeah. by the time the film released. And it all just pops off and just led yeah. to this perfect timing a perfect, perfect timing yeah, that led to this storm yeah perfect movie for its time yeah yeah and it, uh, there's a reason we're still talking about it today absolutely absolutely they did make a sequel they did make Grease a sequel two. with michelle we, pfeiffer we shall not talk about it no no uh, i've never seen it probably i've never, never seen it i've never seen it either that's probably there, good there's there's like a lot of Grease adjacent stuff like in the works right now though. Grease live won like five or four emmys or something yeah. like that though Grease live is apparently really good yeah but they're um, they're currently working on a prequel called Summer Loving, which just be about Danny Zuko and uh, Sandy at the beach. <laughs> How would that oh be eventful at all? They're also making a TV show called, uh, what's it called? Greased Up. Uh, no, it's called like the Ladies of, uh, Rise of the Pink Ladies. It's going to uh, be on Paramount Plus, a thing that no one has ever used before. Oh, um, none of this sounds... Yeah. I, I think I have a I think the only acceptable like Grease sequel would be like the Parent Trap. Is this your Grease three? Yeah, my Grease three or Grease hmm. the Return. Okay, and it would be talk to us about John Grease three, like the John Travolta and Olivia Newton John for some reason or another split up many years later. This so we're shooting this today. We're shooting this today. This is happening now. Today. John Travolta and now Olivia Newton John, but they're kids, and it was like a Parent Trap deal where like one parent gets each kid. And they meet back up at high school and decide they have to set their parents back up. Like, we get them back together? Yeah, we're getting our parents back together. Like, shoot. It's do, literally do, the parent trap. Yeah, we're getting, our, we're getting our parents back together. Mm. That, that's the only mm. acceptable <laughs> pitch, I think, for Grease, for a Grease sequel. Do I think they should actually do it? Probably not. Who would you cast as the kids, and how old are they? Oh, um, hmm. Oh, they, they'd be teenagers. They would be, like, the same age as the 
main characters were in this movie. 18. Yeah. We bring we bring back the whole crew. Everyone's seven, coming back for this. 17, movie. 18, 19. Okay, so... Frenchie's act, coming back. So actors now, 17, 18, 19, that could pass off as John Travolta and Louis Newton-John's kids. Yes. Um, I, in terms of like, I mean, it needs to be someone who's good. So maybe it was just cast the Grease Live people. I don't know. Uh, Aaron Tivet. Tivet, yeah. Tivet. And Selena Gomez. Was Selena Gomez? What no, like it a was 17 again thing? Yeah, like not. a 17 again. Yeah. Something. You just want them to be back at their high school. Yeah. I want to get these kids yeah. back at the high school. These kids are at the high school and they got to set their parents back up. Anyway, this is never going to happen. They're well, never going to make this movie. Well, it depends but. on how gross the divorce is. You know, if uh, Olivia Newton John filed a restraining order, or if Sandy filed a restraining order against Danny. And they kept having chills. For... They, kept, they kept multiplying and wouldn't stop. <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> Maybe Danny found like a religion that was really toxic to their family dynamic, and that's why Sandy had to get out. Hmm. You mean like Scientology? I it wasn't. You said it, not me. <laughs> you said it. Jeff. You said it, Jeff. <laughs> to be talked about. Uh, to be talked look about. who's talking. Look who's talking. I mean, literally, look who's talking. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but what a great talk. This movie got nominated for one Academy Award. Hopelessly devoted to you. Yep. It was nominated for five Golden Globes um, for best musical or comedy. Uh, John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John got nominated Best Actor and Actress uh, in Greece, and the, You're the One That I Want got nominations at the Golden Globes. Yep. The Golden Globes uh, really don't make much sense. I mean, we all know this, but still essential for this movie's legacy. Yeah. Did they win anything? It won... It did not win any major awards. It did win the, uh, the Stocker Channing People's Choice Award. Oh, wait, no. Stocker Channing won the People's Choice Awards for Favorite Supporting Actress. Oh. Well, that tells you something. Yeah. TV, yeah. TV Land, it also was nominated for the TV Land Award for a movie dance sequence you reenacted in your living room. <laughs> <laughs> Number 20 in the American Film Institute's greatest movie musicals. Yeah. It's it's a classic. Yeah, it's a classic. And it's a classic. You have, to, you have to see it. I'm glad we are still talking about it today. I yeah. am too. This was a very good chat. This was a really great chat. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah, Kathy, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. It was a genuine pleasure to bring you on. It was a pleasure to be here. Yeah. You I always enjoyed. have an open invite if you ever want to come back. Oh, I'm I'm ready anytime. <laughs> yeah. I've seen most of his movies. I didn't. Uh, maybe not though. How many are you guys doing? Sixty, sixty-six. Ah, uh, now I'm wondering if I have. <laughs> have, you, have you seen I'm the, gonna find the weird. 1975 Let's find film The Devil's Reign? Have you ever I seen? I actually did not see that. Have you ever seen The General's Daughter? Yes. <laughs> Quick, Jeff, is there anybody booked for that yes, one? I, I don't remember anything about a, it, but I did see A civil action? Yes. Primary color? Yes. Michael? Yes. Shout? No. Staying alive? Of course. Two of a kind? Of course. Moment by moment? Yes. Chains of Gold? Shoot. No. <laughs> we, we're watching Moment by Moment next week. Oh, really? Yeah, it's our next one. Okay. Yeah. We have to, we're have to. we watching that in Urban Cowboy next oh, week. Oh, Urban Cowboy is a yeah. great one. You know? Uh, yeah. He's that's a cowboy, a good one. but he's urban. Oh. I, I love <laughs> what if one. a cowboy was in the city? I mean, you just expected him to sing and dance yeah. through everything after, you know, for mm. a while. So um, a couple of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, moment by Moment. Is that with Lily Tomlin? Yeah, with Lily Tomlin. Oh, I gotta dig deep into the archives to remember mm-hmm. some of these. But good luck, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, we're, we're uh, I mean, right now we're ta- we're on a real hot streak of like good movies. Yeah. But there, there's some periods there's... in the '80s and the 2000s that I'm, uh, 
I'm looking at with dreaded eyes. Yeah, staying alive is. Uh, that's that's yeah. a toughie. It is a toughie. It's... That that one's gonna be paired with blowout in terms of us recording. So uh, we're going yeah. from a high to a low very quickly. Right. Well, Jeff. Any, anyway, we will we talk about up? that movie another day. Well, I love having yeah. you, or I love being here with you guys. A, this, yeah. is, this is great. Genuine You're also having, having us because, I, no. like, for folks listening, we are at Kathy's house right now. <laughs> I stop myself from saying it. I try to. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> We are recording this in your master bedroom. <laughs> we are. In your house We're in the On a fold-out table. 45 minutes outside of Chicago, Illinois, on a fold-out table. Yeah. Oh, man. With the door locked. With the door <laughs> locked. My dog, my husband. Yeah, folks might have heard like a dog bark or whatever. It's all good. Good fun. These are good mics. Yeah, thank you all for listening. Uh, make sure to tune in next week, as we said, for our episode on Moment by Moment. Uh, it's a movie that does not exist. If you want to watch it prior to this, go to luck. I had to order a DVD off of eBay because uh, it's not on any streaming service or available for rent. Um, but if you want to be committed, go ahead. Uh, we bought the DVD, so it's, 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 it. it's out there. We're watching it. Uh, make sure to rate, review, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to. As a reminder, we are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. All four. Please, on whatever platform you're using, make sure to subscribe, throw us a like, throw us a uh, review if you can a comment we'll take it we'll respond we'll appreciate it uh if you want to talk to us you can reach us at travolting pod on twitter or instagram uh, we'll have updates and fun stuff on there though i am very bad at updating it so i gotta get better at that yeah. uh, we have a reddit r slash travolting where you can discuss the episodes if you so are inclined you can email us questions or comments uh travolting podcast at gmail.com or if you're the background dancer from that scene uh and uh, we go together or you're the one that i want <laughs> You can also email us there. Yeah, send us uh, headshots of what you looked like in 1978. You, you can personally reach me at Jeff W. Sweeney on Twitter. You can personally find Stu. At Stuart0195 on Instagram. Uh, special thanks to Rebecca Johnson for our graphic design, as always. And Michael Van Bodegum-Smith for our theme music. Thank you guys so much. You are essential parts of the show, and we're glad to have you. Thanks. Recording. Oh. <laughs> Should I lock that? Uh, you don't have to. I'm no, going to. I think it'll be really funny. <laughs> that was just funny timing. It was I'm like going. Right to, when I'm going to. Okay. Cool. Okay. <laughs> because like that, of course, happened. Okay. I just told my mother not to call because she she would mm. definitely call twenty times. Mid ep- mid episode, we're just gonna hear. <laughs> <laughs> We're still recording. <laughs> yes, you I am. Episode this is on Greece. <laughs> is that it? Do you want me to stop recording? No, what, if, what if we put the Yoda dialogue? <laughs> this is all being recorded. When 900 years old, you reach. Look as good you are not. <laughs> this is 100% Instagram material. Put, the, put, put this at the end of the episode. Okay. I, I will. After the outro, just throw this in there. Okay. Wait, my Ideal. husband did a Yoda, and when the kids were little, one of the friends like would call. or He'd be over. I was like kind of watching him for the mom, and he was obsessed with coming to our house because he thought Yoda called our house all the time. <laughs> so it was like constantly. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, around the survivors, a perimeter create. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Do you want to record the intro for the episode? <laughs> okay. All right. One, We're two. One minute and 30 seconds. One, two. Covering Greece. Hey, what's the matter with you? Uh, uh, with very special guest, Kathy Schumann. <laughs> And that's, that's Can we it. get one? Just you know, what? I'm gonna turn down. I, I turned off your mic, okay. so let's right. just do that again. Uh, do I need to do Greece as well again? Uh, just do them all. Yeah. Okay. Um, Take two. Um, covering Greece. Covering Greece. Covering Greece. Oh, what the hell? You know. Uh, <laughs> with very special guest, Kathy Schumann.